my phone ran out of battery, so I'm going to have to figure out a way to do it. Why don't you just do it on your computer? Oh, because then I got to lean over. Oh, my God. <laughs> gotta... Oh, my God. I ask so much of you. Leaning. I oh, you know what? Never mind. I can do it on my other screen. I have a new screen. I have a secondary screen now. What? <laughs> Jesus. So I could pull over the wireless. Uh... Thank you. Thank you for being a martyr. <laughs> You're putting this blood, sweat, and tears into this. Oh, dude. It's such a pain, man. Crazy times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I am one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Dave. And I am the other half. Welcome to the show. It's episode 182. My name is Dan Ramirez. How you people doing today? Everyone good? All right. Maybe they'll let us know. They'll send us emails. Dan. I'm just throwing my voice out into nothing, Steve. I'm asking questions to people that obviously can't answer me right now. I don't know why I'm doing that. Just, just whacking me. You know what I'm saying? You doing okay? I'm doing fine, man. Fantastic. I've been up all day. Like... That's not true at all. I was trying to make it sound like I've been doing shit today, but I was only—I've only been up for like maybe two hours. You know what? I've only—it's been... two o'clock in the afternoon for reference, so <laughs> I haven't done shit today. I've been up for seven hours. You had to do your church thing today. Yeah, yeah, I did. How's it feel, man? Are you finding the spirit again? No, I—it's—it's it's, for me now. It's more just seeing people that I like. I get along. One dude, I uh, we. Like he even love he listens to the podcast. He loves the pod. So it makes him I know that he's a human being. Like he's just like, oh yeah, no, come on, Duke. What are we doing? And uh uh oh, and we both got oh, that's a big subject, dude. Guess what I got this week? Please tell me. You sound very excited. Tickets to Paul McCartney. You got him. I did get him. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. How much did you get the pre-sales or no? <laughs> No. Those and what were... ridiculous price are you paying? Oh no, they weren't. They're like one thirty. That's still pretty ridiculous when you think about it. But I would. I've been there. I've done that. But you, dude. They now they're seven twenty and thirteen hundred. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. You're, dude. It's <laughs> I a, hope you have a fantastic time. It's a seriously. beetle. Hey, I know you're excited, and I'm happy for you. Like I told you though, I, it's that's just too pricey for me. hundred and thirty. I think if someone said, "Hey, you want to do this? It's hundred thirty bucks." You know, let me sell it to you a little bit. I'd probably go, sure, because it's Paul. Yes. But, you know, now if you're saying they're like $700, screw that shit. Okay. How much did you pay for Billiam Joe? 69. And by the way, I should be there tonight. No, yesterday. It happened last night. I should see what the set list was, dude. Dude, if he did just the <laughs> way you are, that means he just doesn't like you. He's like, is Dan here? <laughs> No? All right. Peep this shit, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see. I want to see what it is. Billy Joel set list. Let's see if it was good. Because I should have been there. I was supposed to be there with my kid, and we were going to have ourselves a man weekend. You know what I mean? Except no strippers, because that's creepy. And uh, Las Vegas, for reference. And um, yeah, man, that didn't happen. The kid just got a new job. Sometimes you have to be responsible and put down the fun so you can handle the business. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, let me tell you something. That's what my, like, my goal this year is paying off my credit card, which, I mean, when I, it, it seemed in my brain, it's a grip, but everybody I talked to, they're like, that's not, what happened? Fucker. He I'm did so it? Sorry. 
<laughs> Are you kidding me? You ready for the set list? Hit me with it. All right, here we go. Moving out. Pressure. The Entertainer. And he played Vienna, you son of a bitch, Billy Joel. Don't ask me why. That's what he's saying. Don't ask me why I did it. Probably because Dan's not here. Zanzibar. Oh, I love Zanzibar. And then Midway. Song eight. Just the way you are. You motherfucker, Billy Joel. Dude, why did, why, this is the time you didn't go. Oh, fuck you, Billy Joel. And then we got, let's see, Say Goodbye to Hollywood, The Longest Time. I I probably went and got a beer. No, I love that song. Who am I kidding? Uh, New York State of Mind, Down Easter Alexa. Never heard that one. Maybe I have. Uh, She's Always a Woman, My Life, Only the Good Die Young, A Wider Shade of Pale, Sometimes a Fantasy, River of Dreams. There would have been my beer song. Uh, Nessun Dorma? This is a Giacomo Puccini. Out of it. You know that. You know that, John. I'll let your boy. You know that, John. And then uh, scenes from an Italian restaurant. Damn. Piano Man. We didn't start the fire. Uptown Girl. It's still rock and roll to me. Big shot. And you may be right. Once again, fuck you, Billy Joel. God damn it, Steve. We're going to have to sit down. Hold on, dude. You know what's hard? My language, folks. I know it's early, but I'm really. You got to understand. If you've been listening to the show, this is a. It's kind of like the Holy Grail for me. You know. And mind you, I'm a big Billy Joel fan. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I forget how many hits this dude can just rattle off. Did you hear the list I just That did? was crazy. Jesus, Steve. And I had tickets for it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gutted right now, G. I'm gutted. Oh, People don't understand. God. People are like, who's this Billy Joel guy? But, but you know, for your OGs, you know what's up with Billy. Oh my God! Okay, I'm sorry because I will fixate on this for a while. Let's carry on, Steve. I mean, that uh... first World War Three. Now Billy Joel plays just the way you are. What are we gonna do? Oh, uh, that's a hell of a set list, dude. Uh huh. Maybe Billy Joel was like, "Fuck it, it's World War Three. Hey, maybe I should just play this bitch real quick." I don't like pressure. Yeah, you definitely show that week to week. I'm asking you to watch stuff. <laughs> I like that song, by the way. Under pressure. No, not under pressure. Pressure. Sorry. I'm mixing up the two. The queen. I'm like, ugh. It used to scare me a little bit when I was a kid. I don't know why. The video, because it's like a black screen. And then it's like, I think this is how it goes. But I think it's like his face in black and white all close up. And it's like, pressure. I'm like, damn. I didn't like scary. that. I didn't like River of Dreams. I didn't like you yeah, I didn't, we like didn't River, start the fire. River of Dreams, I didn't like. I can do with We Didn't Start the Fire. Oh, dude, the other like smart a, song. Some months ago, he brought Boys to Men up to do uh for the longest time. Ooh. They're dead. Fucking Billy Joel. I didn't know he knew who Boys to Men was. <laughs> yeah, because he's he's so out of the loop, Steve. I thought he was, but he, I gotta realize. Even Such out of the loop, band. that's a 20-year-old. <laughs> how many years ago? I would say 30 now. So you uh, could yeah. be out of the loop and still know who they are. He wouldn't Dude, know. he's not out of the loop. Bro, I bet you I bet you. if I said, hey, who's Jodeci? He'd be like, I've never heard of the name. Oh, stop it. I'll dude. for sure do. You know what's funny is that you think the stuff that you're talking about is all like niche and edgy. It's not. For Billy Joel, it is. How do you know? Jodeci? Yeah. Hell no. Well, I mean, he's got taste, so maybe he doesn't know, but still. Dad. Hey, we all have opinions, Steve. You don't like Jodeci? Mm, Hold on before I say. Yeah, be careful, bro. 
Uh, probably not, though. I don't like the name, Jodeci. How do you Forever My Lady, you don't like? Were they one of those guys, the bands that would always take their shirts off and shit? For sure. During their slow jams? For sure. Yeah, I probably wasn't with that. How do you spell Jodeci? J-O-D-E-C-I. That's what I said. What's going on? Oh, here we go. Sorry. Forever My Lady. All right. Let's go with the essentials just to get everything taken care of here. All right. Real quick rundown. Yeah. What's, what's the song that I'll know? Oh, Forever My Lady. Okay, here we go. Yeah, so far not ringing a bell. Go Sounds to the like chorus. Go to the chorus. Oh, Come man. on, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take my shirt off real quick. Come on, dude. Ooh, uh-oh. My dick came out of my waistband. No, this doesn't sound familiar. Chorus, you say? Yeah, go a little bit further. How's it go? Like, what's the... Like, go... Oh, 20 seconds further. How's the chorus go, Steve? Forever, my lady, it's like a dream. All right. Nope. Nope. I don't know this at all. Here we go. Mm -mm. Wow, you don't know Jodeci, huh? No, not, that's, not that's even a little bit. That's why I said, that's why I'm like, there's no way that Billy Joe knows Joe. Well, you're probably right. I mean, it's. it's I think really the right. most niche band he knows. Well, he, you know what? No, because he. Dude, only, but this guy was like going to award shows and shit. He knows people in the wreck. Of course he knows Joe to see. I fucking know Joe to see. And I never even heard one of their songs. I wish I could text Billy Joe and be like, hey, have you ever heard of Joe to see? I think Elton John is more likely to have heard of Joe to see than Billy Joel is. You know, I'd text Billy Joel to ask him, Steve, but he's probably tired from playing just the way you fucking are last night. He probably was like, I haven't read a text for you, from you in a, the longest time. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, I didn't get back to you this week, but keep in the faith. We'll get to you. <laughs> and you're like, you may be right. <laughs> <laughs> Heard your last episode where you're really going off on me because I played the song. Hey, listen, you didn't have to be a big shot. Well, you and I know you were like, "Hey, it's my life. Just calm down." <laughs> okay, I think we've exhausted that routine. I mean, we could do the, we could do that from here to Zanzibar. <laughs> oh God, or Vienna for that matter. Hey, I love <laughs> see. And there's only the funny thing is there's only like I don't like for the longest time I don't like any of that doo wop stuff he does. But all the other songs, dude, Billy Joe's a killer. Like Uptown Girl, no, dude. No, hate that song. I was like, no, but uh, well, he is an entertainer, you know. He, you know what? He freaking, he freaking is. I just think I need to see him one last time, dude, and soon because you know only the good die young. <laughs> this guy's on a roll. Keep on, keep no, it cheating. going. I'm cheating because oh. I'm. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm dang. looking at the set list. I'm still mad at the set list. All right, I think we've given enough time to Billy Joel this week, Steve. What do you think? I think so. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't want to turn this into a any kind of political thing, right? But I am curious about something. Yes. Are you concerned about the uh, threat of possible nuclear war? No. You think he's bluffing? Um, I don't. I think he's he's a bully, but I don't know if he's mutual like mutually assured destruction bully. I mean, I just I just don't think that he they're gonna go. I don't think he'll go. And if he does. We've had our time, man. No, we have not, Steve. We have not had our time. If we have a reset and later on, whatever 
advanced beings read our history, they'll be like, you know, they were screwing the pooch anyway. It was they were doing they were doing it all wrong. So you know what? Reset button. They reset themselves. Yeah, might be time, dude. Have you ever heard that song Pets by a band called Porno for Pyros? We'll make great pets. We'll make great pets. Have you heard that song before? I have never heard that song. It's a great song because it's just talking about how fucked up humans are. And like, well, I get basically it's like, well, I guess the at least we'll make great pets when the aliens come. That it's a great song. Dude, and it's a you know what? That's accurate. That is accurate. Have you, great pets. They were playing songs last night at game night, and they're like, "Oh, this is my favorite group, or whatever." And it was the Scissor Sisters. I love the Scissor Sisters. And I was like, you know what? I had heard about the Scissor Sisters because um, I listened to a podcast with their uh, engine, their sound engineer, and I was like, "Oh, he's like, yeah, I'm the sound engineer for the Scissor Sisters." But he's a real originally from Prince, but he went to the Scissor Sisters. And so I was like, hey, the sound engineer, this is the group he was talking about. They're pretty freaking good, dude. Yeah. Have you heard that song, Take Your Mama? No. Bet you have. What's that? Coming up right now, Scissor Sisters would Take Your Mama. Got a little groove thing going, Steve. All right. You're like, okay. Freedom. Yeah, a little bit, huh? Let's see. Here we go. When you grow up, live like a good boy A little bit of Elton John. And your mama Very much so. Never heard that one before? Go to the go to the um Doing that right now, sir. I'm glad that you said something. Let's see. Here we go. Really good, dude. I'll just keep that's playing that. Really one. good, dude. It's very good, but don't you hear a little bit of Elton John? Oh, in all day, all, all day. day long. The song sir. they played was um, "Filthy Gorgeous." That's off their first album, by the way. That was really good. I was like, yeah. well, I wanted people to, I didn't want to be rude, but you know, they were talking and I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I kind of want to hear like what's happening here, <laughs> but they all knew the stuff. They're like, oh yeah, this is old. I, I said, I've never heard of the Scissor Sisters. And the funny- I, I can only assume that my mutual, excuse me, our mutual friend. Selected. Oh my, no, it's him. You know what? No, it was his wife. Yeah, well, still, like, yes. the, the crew. Oh, they yeah, love sure. that. And matter of fact, I think he turned me on to that band. They're Back really like, good, dude. I don't know, 2005 or something. It was like early 2000s, I remember. And of course, I went to my deep dive on Wikipedia. And I was like, why do bands just break up? <laughs> like, what happens? Where they're like, yeah, we're awesome together. Anyway, we're out. <laughs> just things run their course, man. I guess. I don't know why. It's weird, huh? Like, how can things be so awesome? Then all of a sudden, it's just like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Hey, what's going on? And even when they do the reunion, after the reunion, they're like, yeah, we're done. Like Fleetwood Mac. They're like, even in the middle of the tour, they're like, yeah, we're done with each other. Yeah. All cheesing on stage and shit. And then all of a sudden, they just like walk off and then their smiles go away. Yeah. They're like, they just go to their buses. And and it's it's sad because the best bands do that. Except for Boys to Men. 
they've never just disbanded. Well, the one cat left, isn't it? Aren't they a three piece? Yeah, he's now? sick. Yeah, he was sick. Now, I don't like excuses, Steve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't walk. Shame on you. Pussy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Poor guy. I don't even know what he has. I'm sorry, sir. I don't remember which one you are. And new addition still, except for Bobby. Even though Bobby's he's on there, he's on this run so far. He's on this run until he's not. Till he's not. But man, they look. I saw a clip of them doing "If It Isn't Love." They look fantastic, man. Really? Oh my god, dude. Fan. But it's it's them. It's your favorite band, Jodeci, and someone else going on tour together. I don't hate Joe to see, bro. I'm just kidding around. I just but, don't know him. They weren't my thing. Did you see recently? Again, then we're going to get to movies. <laughs> they had a um, a Battle of Boston, and uh, it was uh, New Edition doing their hit, and then uh, New Kids on the Block had to do a hit, and they just go back and forth. And I said, oh, I this is really N-K-O-T-B. cool. Yeah, NKOTB would have to be there. I said, this is amazing. And they would do their dances, and then another person would come on stage. And then at the end... It was going back and forth until they started If It Isn't Love and the crowd was like, game over. And then NKODB came up behind them and danced with them for If It Isn't Love. I was like, oh, come on. This is what I love right here. So Jodeci won? Or only in your head? I'm just curious. You mean New Edition? Sorry, New Edition. I apologize. I think even in NKODB, because that's why they had the last song be If It Isn't Love. Because they planned it. They all danced the song together. And I was like, oh, yeah, they, they gave it to, um, they gave it to, uh, I, I guess BTS was in the front row and they were doing new additions dance too. I was like, how? They must have learned. I mean, they knew the dances, dude. Well, that's I, what they do. Well, I don't know. I've never seen BTS do, but in the front row, they were standing up doing the exact dances that uh, new edition was doing. I was like, be like, sit your ass down, man. I'm trying to steal the limelight dude, and shit. I, the weird thing is I said, I don't, who are these uh, guys? And Maj was like, yeah, that's BTS. More power to them. Why are you acting like it's the first time you've ever seen them? We've talked about We've BTS talked to them. I've never seen their faces before. Steve, I don't believe you. This I'm, is another one of those times where I don't believe I, it's, you. It's for you know sure. who agrees with me? Uh, our friend Summer. She agrees with us. She's like, there's no fucking way sometimes what Steve says. It's totally true. <laughs> that dude. he hasn't seen this stuff. It's totally true. BTS. I, it, I, the funny thing is I've heard a song because we have a new security guard at my facility. Um, and she listens to them and she'll be like, oh, you got to hear this. I don't know how the song goes, but that's the only one I know. Sounds exactly like it too. Let so me I'm tell sure you, people dude. know exactly what I'm talking about. Here's the people that like BTS, and I and I, I respect them because they can do if it isn't love, so they get my respect. But I would say the people that because she also the security guard for fun, she listens to the theme song for Attack on Titan. That's like her jam. Hey. That new song is fucking, it's really good. I haven't seen, I, heard, I don't know if I, I, I skip every single time. Every time it comes up, I'm like, I'm done. So you don't know any of the songs at all? Like if I played one for you right now, you wouldn't know it. Um, or you could you go, oh yeah, that's the one. No, I, as soon as it goes to the screen that it's going to be the credits, I immediately fast forward until the point that I know that the show's starting. I will not listen to any of it. Dude, listen to this. Seriously. This one's called The Rumbling. Kick my ass, you goddamn titans. Is that Daniel Dominguez? That's an attention getter right there, G. I'm sorry. I think that's for root. Then he gets all soft. He'd be like. And then the second singer comes in. He's like. And then he stands back. And he's like, take it, man. 
You get the point. Yeah, that's a good song, dude. The rumbling. Not a chance. I play that shit in my car. Are you serious? I really do. <laughs> I love that song. There's only one anime show that I listen to the intro, and it's because I had never heard the song. Until it's called Roundabout. And I was like, oh, I love this song. And they're like, yeah, it's an old song. I was like, oh, I didn't. As know. in Yes? Yeah, that's the theme song for that anime. That's for JoJo's, yes. right? And that's the only one I ever. I was like, this is amazing. But I wonder if Bucks can play that bass line. Of course he can. He can play. Oh, sure he can. He can play anything. Hey, Bucks, props on your video, by the way, that just came out, man. Did you see Buck's new video? He's doing acting and shit. What? He's acting in it. I didn't know Bucks acted. Yeah, I mean, there's no script or anything. Does he use that voice? No, it's all done. See, that's the brilliance of Bucks. By the way, that's going to be my first book, The Brilliance of Bucks. <laughs> uh, no, it's for a song called We Can Come Together. And at the beginning of the video, spoilers. Is it about simultaneous orgasms? What, like kind of, what kind of orgasms? Simultaneous. Am I saying this right or wrong? Come on, man. Say it again. I'm trying to How do you say it? <laughs> simultaneous. <laughs> simul. Do you say simul or simul? What do you say? I say, like, you get it simultaneously. <laughs> It's it's very rare that I can do this to you, so I had to. No, uh, you no. say it now. Simultaneous. Simultaneous. You say simultaneous. Yeah. So does the rest of the world. Simultaneous. <laughs> you fucking weirdo. No, it's simultaneous. Well, then, what about <laughs> if I'm like, "Hey, we live in a what? Is it simulation?" No. Thank you. So it's not the same thing. Why? I don't know because I didn't... <laughs> it should be simu- like simultaneous then. Yeah, maybe it should, but it's not. Okay. I'm saying it from like that from nothing. But like, is this simultaneous? It's just like with EY, either it's going to be like A or I. True. Yeah. See? No, you're right. We can all come together, Steve. Right now over me. Wow. If that's what you want. I mean, I've been saving up, so. I mean, no big deal. I'm about to put on a Gallagher coat. I'm about to, you know, hear that song live and stuff, you know. Yeah, I just spent $300 to hear songs I can hear. how much? Way better. How much? What's the most expensive ticket you bought again? I'm only teasing you because I've spent $120 to see Iron Maiden. So I'm not far off from you. That's such a good name. Anyway, (laughs) every time you say that, I'm just like, man. Dude, this year, it's just so much stuff going on that I'm afraid to like, like, Pull the trigger on several things. I was thinking about going to C2E2, but that's in August this year. And I got UC Davis going, can I get that money, please? I know you're in there, motherfucker. I need that money. I'm going to send over Vinny the Mooch to kick your ass and break your thumbs. You got to send freaking Tony Soprano. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Is, uh, hey, it's a nice place you got here. Hey, is, uh, is Dan here? Oh, I'm a, uh, I'm just a uh, friend of his, one of his associates. I'm a friend of ours. You got a real pretty face. It'd be a shame to mess it up. Oh, I got a good, I got a gr- good question for you. Mm, if up? you were had to go head up in the, like, this is an alternate universe. If you okay. had someone chasing you, mm-hmm. who would you rather have chasing you? Um, Gandolfini, whatever character you choose, or um, Pesci. Well, okay. Are they armed? Yes. Ooh. I think I'd rather have Gandolfini. Exactly, me. dude. No Because he might have a heart attack while That's he's running. That's true. But Pesci, once he gets you, you motherfucker. Oh, and he's dude. just going to. Yeah. And then he's going to step on your head a bunch of times. And who knows who he brings with him? Yeah. This isn't a conversation. Like Gandolfini, Tony Soprano would be like, we'll have a conversation. I might take a, 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 a finger 
That's not how Pesci works in any of his roles. He's like, no, yeah. you're not Gandalfini leaving Gandolfini will actually, Soprano will rather, will actually send a message to the rest yes. of your crew. So he'll fuck you up really bad and then send you back and be like, see? Bingo. But not Pesci. No, he's sending your head back to your friends and been like, now this could happen to all y'all. You motherfucker. <laughs> he was so good. He's so scary in Casino. He is so terrifying. And also in Goodfellas. He is great in Goodfellas, dude. But in, in Casino, dude, he's just out of control. Out of control <laughs> i gotta watch that again Such when he stabs him in his neck the, he's like yeah i'm done messing with this guy he's so good man he is i love so that good. scene in uh goodfellas where it's all doom, 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 in the trunk and they're oh. at the, his mom's house <laughs> she's like what are you doing hey mom you got a knife i can borrow <laughs> he's so good dude. oh it's the saddest thing we were driving and we hit a deer well we got to cut off the uh what's that thing called the, the foot the hoof yeah the hoof we got to cut the hoof off <laughs> It's so good. And that was when Radio, like, Leota looked normal. Normal and scary. Yes, because now he looks plastic, dude. Well, aging in Hollywood, man. It's an unfortunate situation. But Pesci hasn't done that. He doesn't need to. He looks old. When's Pesci going to play, a, like, a love interest? Oh, you make a good point. He just needs to shoot people and go, you motherfucker. No, you're right. You're totally yeah. right. I'm wondering if Will Smith is going to go that direction. Jada did. That's unfortunate. She looked You know, if great. we go with the, like, do you think that maybe she was like this anomaly that the aging just kicked in early? Or do you think it was just like body dysmorphia? Um, I think it's one of those things where, you know, when you see everybody around you looking a certain way, you think that right. that's the normal way of looking. So you have to transform into that. Because she, it's like she went to the uh, Courtney Cox School of dude. Cosmetology. Oh, dude, she looks bad, too. I couldn't believe that. She looks better now because she took a bunch of shit out of her face. I was just reading an article. Oh, I didn't know that. that. She was like, yeah. Well, I mean, she still looks like she's had a bunch of stuff done, but she was putting a lot of collagen in her face, fillers and stuff. And she just finally looked at herself one day and was like, ooh, this ain't good. So she had her doctor take all that filler stuff out. So she looks, you can tell that she's had some stuff done, but she looks, uh, well, she looks like Courtney Cox, if I'm being honest. Before she, like afterwards, I'm trying to find a picture. Oh, you know what? I'm going to use this real quick. Check this out. You can't check out anything, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm going to show Steve what I'm talking about. Because Aniston had, she looks like she's been worked over too. I bet she has. Just kidding. Oh, I can't wait to read Matthew Perry's new book. It's going to be great. He's dishing all the dirt. He's like, I'm donezo with you. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Okay, this is going to be, this is an, I'm sure this is an unfortunate picture and that's why it's online, but this will give you an idea of what's really happening now. Let me see here. You'll refer to the top right, okay? Okay. Let me see here. Hold up, folks. I'm working with technology. Here we go, Steve. Top right. Oi! <laughs> Sorry. I, don't mean to, I didn't mean to laugh. I apologize. <laughs> I wouldn't know who that person was. Well, see, and that's what I'm saying, man. Here, let's look at another one. I'm trying to find one where she had all the filler in her face, though. And not to be mean. I'm just trying to show you what I was talking about. Uh, Yeah, this one's kind of. Oh, you're seeing everything that I'm seeing right now, aren't you? You're watching me scroll. Look at this one right here. See all that filler. Who told her to like that? She didn't look great. I don't know. I don't mean to bash on Courtney Cox. I I wasn't doing that to be mean. No, just that, you know, it's. Per our conversation, what we were talking about. Well, I'm sending you something right now. It looks better than what Madonna just did. 
Dude, what is wrong with Madonna? Look at her backside I just sent you. Oh, I think I've seen this, Steve, but I'll check out the picture you're talking about. Let me see. Dude. Yeah, not the best angle to really show what you're talking about, but it's obvious. Yeah, she had the implants done, and it looks like she went to Tijuana to get them done. Dude, they looked. I mean, but you know what? Again, one thing I did like is someone brought it up to her. She said, I'm not seeking anyone's approval. I'm like, you know what? Hey, what are you going to say to that? What? I mean, seriously, what would you compare the size that she put in proportional to her body? Like what? Oh, it's, uh, let's it's, talk fruit or something. We're like, they cut like a mini watermelon in for half. For sure, two watermelons. About that size? Yes. But it doesn't look right, though. It's not, not appropriate for... She's not... Proportional she, is what I'm saying, bingo. not appropriate. She's not that big, thick. Yeah, it looks weird. No, you're supposed to be a little, you know, thicker than a snicker to do that. Thicker than a snicker, my friend. But she is not that. And you know what? She was aging really... Like, she looked great to me before she started doing all this stuff. I think she looked... I thought she looked fantastic. Yeah, but she started getting all weird with the grills and everything. She she was doing the most, dude. But again, she still sold records, man. I remember when Ray Light still sold records. I was like, wow. She still can move albums. I think I went to see her during the Ray of Light tour. How was it? It was really good. I but mean, she has it a lot was of like hits. Two, it was night two of two nights in Fresno. So night two, we were thinking we were going to be in the nosebleeds. And they're like, oh, no, here, you can come down. <laughs> they gave us better seats because the whole top section was... No one came there, dude. No one came. We're Fresno, though. We do that shit. I, we're the most. They said we're the most guaranteed sellout. I would highly, highly doubt that. They, There's a reason they don't come to us. If we were a cash mark, you know what I mean? Like if we were like a, a cash cow for touring bands. They would come all the time. They don't. We're skipped over constantly. We must, but Beyonce comes. Jay Z comes. When did Beyonce come? Dude, she came like um, uh, Bell seen her a few times here. Multiple times? Well, maybe once here. But it was like recently. Uh, okay. It was recently. Maybe once. It was recently, though. And she sold out. Pink. It can't be that recent. Because if out. it was in the last, like, say, eight years Oh, or it was so. for sure in the last eight years, dude. Let me look it up. Because I think I would have gone to that. <laughs> but this was probably after. Okay. It has to be before that documentary about her at Coachella. Because I remember talking about that and watching that going, oh, okay. I totally get why she's like a great entertainer. Oh, it was a while ago. Yeah. Probably Destiny's Child. Oh, no. Wait, hold on. Let me see. Uh, Beyonce saved March 7th. I don't think it happened. I think it did, dude. Oh, it was a long time ago. It wasn't that. For us, it's a long time ago. How long? 2007. Yeah, that's a long ass time But she time came ago. to Save March Center. 15 years ago. It's a grip of time ago, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who else? Elton John came. Who else? Ago. Big bands. Paul McCartney Jay-Z, came. Well, Billy Jay-Z Joel came. Just, but Paul McCartney came not too long ago. Jay-Z was dope. I saw that for free. And I was in a box suite. Jigga came fairly, fairly. Uh, and he's bigger than Beyonce was then. Now he's not bigger than Beyonce is now. But I heard Beyonce does like stadium shows. Oh, for sure. That's why we get passed up a lot too is because I don't think we have a, you know, like we a don't big have enough a venue for some of these bands. Well, we don't have a staple center. Even though Save March Center is what? I think it holds 16,000. But we need way. Well, we don't have a stadium and we don't have anything between 16 and five. So if someone can sell 10, they're going to skip right over Fresno because <laughs> they can't sell Save Mart, but they're bigger than Soroyan. So they don't in those in between bands that we really would like, like Erica Badu, they can't come here. They need it in between. Yeah. Well, we used to have the Rainbow Ballroom. Was that a 10,000? Oh. No, oh. no. Probably 
maybe two. Sororian, or excuse me, yeah, Sororian's what, like 6,000? Uh, Sororian is uh, five. Five, okay. Yeah, I think Sororian's fine. Sororian is, I love Sororian, but it's just like these these little uh, 10,000, 8,000 seaters make a lot of money for city, uh, cities because not everyone can fill a Save Mart, but they can fill past a, uh, a Sororian. But we don't have that in between. We just don't, man. And it sucks. I think we need a smaller intimate club. We, well, we do. We have a Fulton 55. Eh, it's cool, but it's too small. We need something in between, like another in between. We need something in between. And I know you guys don't know what we're talking about because you don't live in Fresno, but we need something in between, like, say, Fulton 55 and Sororian. Tower. No, but a little more like. Um, that place is, that dude, that setup is terrible. It's, yeah, that's the thing. They're all terrible. Yeah, they're Even like terrible. Warner's Theater. And Wilson so- Theater was pretty dope. Remember Wilson Theater? Oh, I do remember Wilson. That was a dope theater. That I was perfect. Sorority that's exactly is, what we're talking about, actually. How much is, how many, was it 15? I have no clue. But I mean, it, we back in the 90s, because I think the last band to play there was Tool. Oh, So dude. that was definitely in the 90s. That's a lot. Then it had to be more than 15. Well, Tool wasn't as big as they were then. But I mean, I remember seeing all the bands coming through there. Well, see, that, that's why, like, Sorority doesn't have a middle aisle. So you have to, when you have to use a restroom, you have to go all the way to the, both sides of it. And that's excuse a me, terrible excuse thing. Me, excuse me. Exactly, excuse me, excuse dude. Me, excuse me. It's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> you couldn't split that motherfucker in half, just one seat, give us a little walkway. But you know what? Bruno Mars came. Gwen to Stefani, Save yes, Mars Center. Save Mars Center. Yeah, Gwen yeah. Stefani. So we have major people coming, but we don't have stadium. You're right. Stadium people cannot. Well, then again, Elton came. He's a stadium artist. Weekend was like, you know what? I'm going to do something bigger where I'm going to sell two albums to you instead of one. So we're going to go ahead and cancel this part of the tour. We oh, did they cancel a uh, same art? Yeah, weekend canceled. I did not know that. The whole after hour story canceled because this new album's out. So he's going to go on tour and do both what of them in like big stadiums, what? which I would love to see, dude. I would love to see. But Jesus, those tickets are expensive. And I don't even know what they're going to cost because they're not on sale yet. But the tickets for the after hours yeah. tour were crazy expensive. I got I, I gave that dude a shot, man. I really listened to his stuff. Which album? Uh, Whichever one Maj sent me. He sent me some. He's like, if you listen to these songs, you don't like them. You're not going to like Weekend. And, and you didn't. Like I did weekend. not like them. Now, I do want he, in that same that was the same way he got me into Kendrick. He sent me uh, some songs. And I was like, I will see that dude. If he comes to Fresno, I'm going to a Kendrick Lamar concert. Was it Dawn FM? Is that the album you heard? That just came out. I don't think I heard that one yet. This I was saw a you while ranting ago. and raving about Dawn FM. Who is? You. What are you talking about? All talking about telling people to calm down and stuff on your, on your TikTok. Oh, the gee, people, because they were comparing, were comparing yes, it to Thriller. Just easy, dude. But you know what? I will say this. Let's just say that was possible to, to happen. Like, the, he could actually make an album that's comparable to Thriller. I still don't think you'd give him the props. If he made an album comparable to Thriller, I would give him the props. Because the thing is, I would when I listen to it, the music person in me would be like, dude, listen to these background vocals. This is insane. Listen to the live horns. This is insane. What is it that you don't like about The Weeknd? Oh, it's not that I don't. I don't have anything against him. His music just... Uh, there's nothing, it's, it's like a really good piece of cake and it's just not filling. But the cake is fine. I would have to disagree with you as far as After Hours goes. I think that album is just fantastic, like from start to finish. Just a brilliant fucking album, especially if you listen to that joint on some headphones. It's, it's really good, dude. I mean, I, I, like I said, a, a billions of people can't be wrong. It must be 
some sort of good. It just didn't appeal. Exactly. It just didn't appeal. But it's not one of those things where I'm like, that dude is untalented. I'm like, yeah, I I totally get how people like this dude. Just, you know, he's not one of those people where I don't understand. There's some people I'm like, I don't get it. Like, why do you guys like this? I totally get why people like The Weeknd. I understand it. Okay. Who are one of those people? That's like, I don't get it. Oh, let me think. Post Malone. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't get it, dude. I don't get Post Malone. I really tried, man. And I was just like, I don't understand. Post Malone is kind of like, do you know the character Fezco in Euphoria? I do not. You know that white dude? It's like, hey, man. Oh, no. Is he the guy that sells drugs? Yeah. The guy that kind of. He's basically, that's that's Post Malone. If Fezco sang, it'd be Post Malone. You know what? That's true, dude. Yeah, you know what? That's, and, and he's. He seems like a nice guy. So more power to him. I right. just I wish don't. him success. But then it's dope because if someone was like, I want to be in music, but I'm just not good enough. I would be like, have a seat. And I would show them that. And I'm like, you can do it. <laughs> just go full on. And have, if, if they can make it, you can do it. Just, just do it. Hey, man, I know this is kind of old news, not really news, but an old subject because we, you know, we had to take a couple of weeks off. You were busy with your kitchen. I was doing the noises and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I never talked to you about halftime. And I was curious, why do you suppose they put Kendrick Lamar with those people? Like, I'm not saying he's not good, but with that group of, of entertainers, why do you suppose they put him with them if it was all supposed to be like 90s? I think it was a he's part of Aftermath. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. he's, he's signed to Dre. Well, there you go. Yeah. But man, he's different, bro. Like his, you can tell that his show is different mm-hmm. than whatever everybody else is doing. Man, I was like, I would see that show. Now, I did like how much fa- how much fun they were all having. Did you like the halftime show? Yeah, it was good. It was no Prince, though. Oh hell no! People no. were talking about that. Like, what was the best halftime no. show? Like this one was good. I'm like, this was good, but let's let's not get crazy. We just like the artists. Yeah. Like it was fine, right? But I'm not saying like I'm not trying to make it sound like it was no, like, it was really it was good. Worse. It yeah, was I really enjoyed good. myself. Yeah, it was cool because I was cooking and everything. And yeah, I got to, you know, stopped and watched it for a good 12, 15 minutes, whatever it is, and I was like, yeah, that was fun. And Dre still sounded good. You know, Fifty did okay. I was fucked up with their their body shaming the cat, but you know, we're Americans. We're Americans. And then as we <laughs> didn't we just do something about Courtney Cox? Anyway, you see my point. But um, yeah, it was it was it was really good. But I just think no, that's no Prince. No, dude. And I, here's what I'll say. It, and for me, the best halftime show ever is between Michael and Prince. I don't even remember Michael's halftime show. Michael's was incredible, dude. You know what? I'd have to check it out again. I'm sure I saw it, but I just don't remember. He it. did Billy Jean. That's unusual. Well, I mean, the fact that he was like, he did the exploding from the... Because remember, normally you have a time restraint. He did the exploding from the stage and just stood there for like four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, guess who's not going to get a time restraint? And then he threw, you know, he did jam. And right after jam, he went right into Billie Jean. And I was like, oh, this is. But then, man, Prince, when it rained during Purple Rain, it's almost like the universe is just like shining on him. It was incredible, dude. I mean, I will never forget. I will never forget that halftime show. That's a halftime show. This one was just really fun. Destroyed, Dude, but they didn't even do nothing but a G thing. They're in L.A. You know what, though? They're in yeah, L.A. That was kind of a, but that's why they went with California. No, yeah, high but body. dude, but if they would have started, the whole 
crowd would have lost their minds. They were probably afraid that some of the real lyrics would get through on the mics. Dude, I would have saved the real. That whole crowd's probably going to save the real lyrics. Yes, mm. that dude. That that was. But see, I didn't. Did you get to go to the Up and Smoke? No, they did all mm. of them. When I see that, when I see that concert, I'm like, man, they did everything I would have ever wanted Snoop and Dre to do, and I missed it. And here's the thing: like that'll never happen because they don't need that. They don't need it. They don't need that. They're they're good. About? They're done because at the time. At the time, Chronic was only like seven, maybe what, 10 years old when the Up and Smoke store happened, uh, Open open Smoke tour happened. It was only, there was only a decade old. <laughs> what was it called, Steve? I know, Up and Smoke. What is wrong with me talking today? Hey, that sounds like me every day, dude. Do you not get a lot of sleep? Um, I don't think I got quality sleep. Oh, I got some good sleep, but uh, I was awakened this morning. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> And I had to go back to sleep. You know hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no one cares. I know it's just gross. He's gross. <laughs> He's so gross. A bunch of our freaking middle-aged people bumping uglies, man. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I will go ahead and just describe it step by step. Step by go. step. So there was sweat, <laughs> right? Step by steps, you know, getting back to the whole new kids on hey! the block. Bringing it full cycle, ladies and You could gentlemen. not have, man, it's funny how I know their songs because I couldn't avoid them. Step by step, ooh, baby. They were, I mean, I don't know, man. Do you think BTS now is, oh, well, of course they are. Never mind. What am I talking about? Never mind. I don't know about this BTS, man. What does it stand for again? I don't know. We didn't know the first time, and I don't know now. I always think behind the scenes. No, no, no. I'm not going to look it up because it's just not important, Steve. But you know what is important? Movies. Well, yeah, but it's also important that people know how to find us. You know what I'm saying? So, if you don't mind, I think I might just do my thing. Is that okay with you? Mm -hmm. Thanks, buddy. Here we go. Hey! If you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. That's Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. I tried a different entry into this. It didn't really work that well, but bear with me. On Twitter, hit us up at Heroes of Noise. You can hit me up at Dan Q Public, Steve at SC underscore Hudson Music, and you can just take care of business over at www.heroesofnoise.com. Leave us a voicemail, subscribe to the show, leave us a review, buy some shit. There's all kinds of stuff you can do there. It's fantastic. It's called a website. I don't know if you heard about that. It's edgy. It's a new thing that's coming out for the dot commerce. Other than that, we're going to return to the show because we got some shit to talk about. And uh, once again, this is Dan Ramirez signing off. Oh, dude, how's the pooch? She's doing fine. I'm happy to report. Good. Yeah, last week we were recording a Patreon episode and we were supposed to record back to back episodes. So as we're getting ready to start the, the, you know, the next one, my wife comes in and tells me that my dog was peeing blood like a lot of blood, which freaks me out because she's an old girl. She's over 10. Little dogs don't have that long of a lifespan on them, even though she's super healthy and she still acts like a puppy. But that's my girl, dude. So I had to stop. We took her over to the, the animal hospital and they were going to try and do like an ultrasound talking about like before we even got there. I'm expecting to spend like five, six hundred dollars. But no, he felt her and, and checked her out and everything and said it's not necessary. Gave her some antibiotics and she's been fine. Look at the cutie pie. It was probably like a UTI or something like that. Perfect. I'm glad yeah, she's doing so better, man. Roxy girl is fine. That is wonderful. I, I hadn't gotten an update. 
Yeah, and also thanks. To, there's actually multiple people that reached out and asked about Roxy. So Aww. thank you guys. She's, yeah, she's great. I love that dog so much, and she is doing absolutely fine. <laughs> Appreciate the concern. Now, Dan, what have you been watching this week? Dude, I've been watching a lot of stuff. Uh, some it. stuff we can't talk about, you know what I mean? But I'll just tell you real quickly what I've seen that you haven't. And uh, I guess I'll review it too. But I'm really into Euphoria season two right now. I got on the train a little bit late. And I know you don't like this show and I just can't figure out why. I get it's like dark content and stuff. And maybe it's just a little too depressing. Maybe that's what it is. But the acting is phenomenal in this, dude. And they're just fucking knocking it out of the park. Season two of Euphoria on HBO Max is fantastic. Nice. You stopped. I'm what was done. It like a, yeah. But you stopped what? Like one episode in? Uh-huh. I think it is the, I don't need to watch a dark show in a dark time. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah. But it's, it's still good, though. You know what I mean? Probably. You want to watch a bunch of like uh, fake stuff or what? Yeah. Stuff that's just fantasy uh-huh. and stuff? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yes. I won't talk to you about Euphoria a bunch because obviously you're not going to watch it. But I will say to people that are interested in watching this or your fans of Zendaya and maybe you haven't watched this yet, uh, proceed with caution because both episodes, excuse me, both seasons one and two are super dark. And it's all pretty much like real shit that goes on, but it's just like nonstop, just pow, 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 like, you know, one crazy thing after another. But, dude, there's a there's an episode. I think it's like the last maybe it was last week's episode. Where Zendaya, because I honestly, I think she's fantastic on this show, but she may not be the one that I'm always paying the most attention to, even though the character of Rue is like, you know, present throughout the whole thing. And it kind of does revolve around her for some reason. I don't know why. Like she, she impressed me, but she didn't wow me yet. And this last episode, dude, she kills it. That, that girl going to win an Oscar one day, Steve. I believe it. I totally believe she's going to do that. Very, very good. And they're all just killing it. But uh, like Hunter Schaefer's killing it. Uh, Angus Cloud, that's the guy that I'm talking about. Fezco. Okay. That dude's incredible. And he's the real deal, I think. I don't think there's any faking. I think he just walked in and just started talking and they're like, you're hired. Because he's real, man. I had to like look him up and see like, what's the, is he just putting on an affect? Like, what's this dude's deal? Don't know a lot about him, but he seems to be the real deal from what I can see. Now, Eric Danes, who I'm talking about, who plays Cal on the show. Jesus Christ. That's a dark character right there, man. Eric Dane is in the show? Yeah, he does. I like he's like a game. big he then you should watch this dude. He's I have to say he puts in a fantastic performance like but it's just so fucking dark. <laughs> he just he just like his descent from season 1 to season 2 is it's something else. Something to be to be you know viewed and uh, uh gazed upon, but it's just so dark and twisted. Who else is in it? Storm Reed. She's really good. She plays Rue's sister. You know who Storm Reed is, right? No, I do not. She was in, um, oh God, if I showed you her face right now, you would totally know who I'm talking about. But I think the, what have you, let's see. She was in, what would you, she was in the Suicide Squad. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in the last Suicide Squad. She played um, uh, Albus's, Idris's daughter. Oh, okay, fuck yeah. Fuck you, no, right. fuck you. Oh, I her. got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, her. She was in When They See Us. She's been yeah. in all kinds of stuff. But she's really good in it, too. She's dealing with, uh, with Rue, who's just out of control. But you know who's the most annoying character of all? Who's that? Is Sydney Sweeney as Cassie Howard in this. This girl is just constantly looking for attention and love, and she's so desperate and jacked up. And I don't know. I used to feel sorry for her, but she just gets herself. She's one of those people that gets herself into so many fucked up situations. It's like, it's on you. It's all your fault. <laughs> I don't know about you. Oh, there are your boobs again. Every 20 minutes with Sydney Sweeney's boobs on this show. <laughs> Who would have thought she'd make it? 
I mean, you know, I'm not complaining, G. I'm just saying. I, you know what, though? I really, I'm not going to just, like, reduce her down to her boobs and her looks because I do think she's really, really good looking. But, no, she's got it. It's just this character she plays, man, is just so annoying. Jesus. The worst. Just the worst. But, you know, anyway, I won't talk about too much. Let's see. I, should I rate it? Sure. Why the hell not? I will give a uh, season two euphoria. Uh, I will give it a good four out of five suitcases full of pills. Nice. It's worth watching, man. You should check it out. I know you won't, but you should. What else did I watch? Uh, this you throw one at me, man. Let's go back and forth here. Let's rally. All right. So this. Oh, well, let me see. Which one do I want to talk? I can't talk about that because we both watched it. Yeah, just pull something out I haven't seen yet. Hey, oh. Hey, come on. What are you doing? <laughs> just pull something out I haven't seen yet. Hey, pull that out. Whip it out for peace's sake. All right, let's see. Because you watch all kinds of shit. I, I watch too many things, but I can't. Uh, some of them we're saving for even next week. Sometimes. This guy, you know what he does? We got the screeners for Netflix, right? So during the week when we're supposed to be recording, you know, hey, we're going to record on Thursday or whatever day. So let's watch some stuff that we can talk about. Nope. Steve decides he wants to watch all the screener <laughs> stuff that he can't talk about. And then leaves me here going, uh, I'm not, uh, Euphoria is good, I think. I think you'll like it. It's pretty good. You should watch it. I know you won't, but it's pretty good. Meanwhile, Steve's watching shit that we can't talk about until April. You're abusing the system, Steve. I am abusing. I actually am abusing. the system. I'm going to have Netflix pull that. Okay. People on that. Um, Steve, you're terribly unprepared this hold week. Hold on, I'm about to do it. Hold up. You know what he told me before we started, you guys, while he's going through his stuff? I said, hey, I have the notes for you here, right? We, we use Riverside FM. So it takes me a little time to figure it out because I'm still getting used to this feature, but you can share the screen. And he's like, oh, my, my phone's dead. So I do <laughs> why don't you just use your computer? You know what this fucking guy says? He says, yeah, well, then I'll have to lean over. <laughs> this fucking guy. Just doing the the most for the show. I really, did honestly. That. I did. When it comes that. out and it's like, wow, that was magnificent. Just know that Hudson is on the case, making sure shit's happening. Meanwhile, maybe I should talk about another one while you're here yes. searching. Okay, Steve. So I watched on Thursday Studio Six Six Six, the Foo Fighters horror movie, horror comedy. Are you going to see this? Yes, I am. When it comes out. Okay, fair enough. I don't think it's going to be playing very long, to be honest with you. I have a feeling this will go to VOD within a couple of weeks because it's very niche and horror movies don't usually play that long in Fresno anyway. I have a feeling this movie is going to be on VOD very soon. But I will say this, man. It's fun as hell. Like, it's one of those movies where you totally know what you're getting yourself into. I'm not expecting a lot when I hear that the Foo Fighters have made a movie, a horror movie, you know, you know, no less. Yes. And it's a comedy. It's not like, like, I just know there's some asshole out there. that's gonna be like, you know, it just didn't have the character building that I was looking for. You know, I just, there was no substance with the characters and, and I was just, li- no fucker. Just crawl. You know what? If that's what you guys think, just crawl into your own dick holes. Cause that's not what this movie is about. Wow. Dude, seriously, you have to do some sit-ups to get there, but once you're in, it's very easy and you just got to watch this movie only because it's fun. You know what I mean? Like I always want to say, Oh, Dave Grohl's a bit overexposed. Cause I've been feeling that way lately, but God damn it. If he hasn't done it again, <laughs> it's, it's really fun, man. It's, it's not something where I can say I'm going to remember this movie in 10 years. Fun. But I would put this into the, um, like, let's see, what can I compare it to? Uh, his associates. I would go with something like, say, Tenacious D and The Pick of Destiny. That's kind of where this movie lies. Silly, you know, it's 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 satirical, but there's some good effects in it, man. You like gore and shit like that, and some good kills, which I won't like spoil any of those things. But yeah, it's good. The premise is legendary rock band Foo Fighters move into the 
Encino Mansion, excuse me, into an Encino Mansion steeped in grisly rock and roll history to record their much anticipated 10th album. So a funny thing about this one, Steve, is that this movie and their last album, Medicine at Midnight, were actually supposed to come out on the same day. Oh, but COVID cool. jacked that all up. Yeah. So like when they were doing, you know, they were touring, um, not touring, but they were doing like, uh, you know, press tours and yeah. stuff like that for Medicine at Midnight. They were saying all the time, and it was mostly Dave Grohl, but talking about, yeah, you know, it was a really good experience, but we recorded it in this house. And it was just this weird thing because I saw a lot of things that I can't explain. And I kept seeing this, this like, oh, apparition. Oh, he was setting it up. Okay. Yeah. But he was like, no, I'm fucking serious about this. I don't give it like he was on Howard Stern. He's like, I don't fucking care if you don't believe me, dude. I'm telling you what I saw. Like not letting up whatsoever because the whole thing was, is that once, oh. they, like, again, once the album dropped, they would do that. But COVID jacked. Dang. Up. So now he just looked like a crazy man on Howard Stern. Well, he just had to go back on and be like, yeah, I was lying, but this is why. But it was a great setup, though. I mean, if it would have worked, it would have been great because they didn't tell anyone about this movie. They pretty much put all of their money into it because, you know, I don't think there's a lot of people trying to make this movie. And it's fun. I, I, it's kind of like if like it's what I would want to do if you and I made a movie and we had the means to do so. I don't want it to be like, oh, my God, that was just I thought I think we're going to get some uh, some Oscar attention on this one. No, I want fun. I want people to laugh. And just go, this is silly, and they know it's as silly as it is. You know what I mean? Yes. And as long as you can go in with that type of mentality, you'll enjoy the movie. Like, I find myself thinking about it right now. Like, I'd probably watch it again, but I won't go back to the theater to see it. I'm just going to wait till it comes out. Probably something I wouldn't purchase, but, you know, someone slipped a little code to me or something like that. I wouldn't be mad at them, but I liked it. I thought it was really good. <laughs> It's got, uh, let's see, who's, it's got those people in here that I really like too. Like, okay, so Whitney Cummings, I know you don't like her. She's in it. Will Forte is in it. Carrie King, this, the guitar player of Slayer, he's in it. And then, of course, it's got, you know, Dave Grohl, Nate Mandel, Chris Shiflett, Pat Smear, um, Rami Jaffe, and Taylor Hawkins. Rami Jaffe's a keyboard player, dude. And for some reason, as silly as his character is in this or the way he portrays himself in this, I think he almost steals the show. Oh, wow. You'll see what I'm talking about. He's just, uh, I don't know. It's just one of those movies where if it's not that like difficult to figure out. So I don't really want to throw anything at you, you know, but you'll see what I'm talking about. Do you have a question though? Yes. Because Jeff Garland is in this movie. Yeah. Now, am I tripping? I could have looked this up, but I didn't because I just remembered right now. Did he just come under fire about something? He did. Something he did, happened huh? on the set of his TV show. Yeah. The, uh, Goldberg's yeah, right yeah yeah I can't remember what it was but I remember yeah. seeing him going oh yeah uh-huh he's not gonna watch the movie no yet. I'm still gonna wa- I'm still gonna watch it I'm not gonna go to the theater but I am gonna watch it it's a good experience in the theater but I get it was You're it just not gonna go no? to the theater for no no I went on Friday night at 7 30 and I think there were six people in the theater hey that's a lot no it's really not but it- it's again I don't think they really give a shit. I know they weren't expecting this movie to become this like massive cult classic and, you know, be this huge success surprise of 2022 kind of situation. Again, they know exactly what they were doing with this. And it's fun as hell, man. As long as you just go in knowing that these guys are musicians, they don't act and they have to the awkward job of playing themselves on screen, which can't be easy. Speaking of playing themselves on screen, I saw the trailer for, um, oh God, what's that movie called? The new Nick Cage one where he plays himself. Oh yeah. That looks pretty good. Man. You think so? It looks entertaining. Yeah. I'll check it out. I probably won't go to the theater to see it. Maybe I will. I mean, you know, I got to use this unlimited pass for something, but it looks entertaining. I see the commercials for it. I am not going to go see that movie. 
Unless we have to talk about it, then I'll see it. Uh, you'll just be watching screeners, probably. But, <laughs> uh, Studio 666, I'll go ahead and give this one, again, knowing exactly what it is, I will go ahead and give Studio 66, Steve, a 3.5 out of 5 barbecued heads. Dude, that's that's a that's a solid, I like barbecued heads. Yeah, but again, you know, the ratings, our, our rating systems are weird sometimes, and I feel like I have to explain that because I've given 3.5 to like better movies than that. But again, yes. this is knowing exactly what it is. Oh, sorry to be so like scattered, but you know, we really made some waves like in, <laughs> like in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It, we are in the minority. It was freaking story. good. I don't get the hate for this movie. I don't understand it. Man. I was coming back from Davis and I was listening to scenic cast and poor Steve was just getting annihilated. They were just, they tore him down. Kevin Shanks, how dare you? Kova, how Kevin! Dare you? Kova, I get. What's it's, a, it's not a Kova movie. Yeah, what's that girl's name? Uh, Dahlia? Dahlia. Yes. Yeah, she was jacking him up too. That movie, okay, I'm glad that, see, and the, here's the thing. Normally, Steve and I do not see eye pupil to eye pupil. Yeah, me too. But we did this time. I loved it. See, he had me though, man. He was like, yeah, I liked it. I just thought it was fun and everything. And then he went, well, I've never seen the original. And he's because horror movies aren't his thing. So he had no reference of Which like is Halloween fine. movies yeah. or yeah. anything. So I was like, oh, okay. He's going to be like, hey, you know what is better than? That kill was better than uh, Cap holding the hammer. I'm like, of course you're going to say that. Of course. Of course. <laughs> this is where we're going. He put it up there with Endgame. And I went, come on, Steve. <laughs> no. I'm just joking. No, I'm with you though, Steve. I'm talking to you personally, man. I I think that movie was crazy fun, and I don't give a shit if the characters are annoying or if it's a, uh, you know, the story's not the same. It's it's not it's not. You got to see the original because that's. I don't give a shit. I go into these movies rooting for the bad guy because that's what it is. You don't go to a Leatherface movie and root for the good guys. How dare you? You don't go to a Friday the Thirteenth and hope that Jason finally goes away you know no. these are movies that we we celebrate the bad guy and in this one i don't care if the story's a little bit different or you know it's not 100 canon yes. or you know he he does a bit of a and he does a little bit of like a john wick kind of thing because it takes away no i don't give a shit about any of those things i want to see a movie that's fast entertaining lots of good kills and i think it's i think it did all of that and if you top it off all of these characters that he's killing are the most annoying people that have ever existed on kinda screen. Kind of are. Kind of are. Which makes it even better for kind me. Kind of are. Yeah. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I know it sounds morbid to say that, but I'm like, I want all these motherfuckers to die. Every last one of them. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's that kind of a movie. Anyway, I just wanted to say that I really like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I look forward to more of those, too. And I don't care if y'all don't like it. It really doesn't matter to me. To each their own. Again, it's all about taste. But I don't get it. I don't know why people go into this movie looking for something more than what it really is. You, you know? I like totally it's just, get that. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, again, Studio 666. Oh, man. I thought I was looking for Gandhi. Yes. No. It's not that at all, man. I wanted, I wanted Streetcar Named Desire. No. Movie I have not, not seen. that at all. Uh, I have seen that movie once. So, I'm not a big uh, Brando guy, though. Neither am I. Yeah, I did like either. the Island of Dr. Moreau, though. It creeped me out with all the animal heads. Or on uh, Apocalypse Now. Or on, uh, you know, uh, Godfather. Horror. Horror is your friend. 
And you must make a friend of horror. Horror and mortal terror. That's a good Brando. That's really good Brando. That's some real. I give good Brando, Steve. <laughs> you give. Okay, let me tell you something. You still minimize your impersonations. Let me just tell you that. Thanks. You still don't, you don't, there's only one person you will not do on the pod. Who? Walking? Yeah. You just, I don't know why you don't even try. You have to be in the mood to do it. (laughs) I was sitting at work the other day Uh and uh, I'll let you in on a demographic, which I don't know why it's this way, but it is this way. I I have my theories. Yes. But we do this particular exam called an MRCP, right? Which Mm -hmm. is an MRI of your your common bile duct, your gallbladder, that whole area, that whole genre right there. Jean, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And for some reason, most people that come in for this exam, usually in the emergency room, are always like heavy set Hispanic women. Okay. I don't know why that is, other than the theory of like, you know, they we we like to eat our lardy foods, our start, you know what I mean? Our starchy mm-hmm. foods. We love all the tortillas and shit like that. And I really do feel that that is a big part of yes. what brings these people in here. But uh, yeah, I was sitting there and I was, Scanning this lady, and all of a sudden, a big old gallstone pops up. And I just, it was like, I heard walk and be like, these ladies <laughs> with the tortillas, get some stones. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just, <get> stones. <laughs> that's a really good a big build up for nothing. That's I just want to say that's stones. A, that's a good walking, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It made me want to bring it back a little bit, though. I got to work on that walking. It's a muscle thing. You really should, dude. You should. It's like a muscle thing, though. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's you have to do shit with the back of your throat, and it's tiring, Steve. I don't got a lot of time. Who's your favorite walking? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So many people do walking that I that, don't It know really that. is a thing now, right? Yeah. It's kind of overblown. To be honest with you, that's why I backed away from it. Because once I started trying, everyone started trying, Steve. I, I heard someone do an amazing Howard Stern recently. I was like, oh, is it the guy on TikTok with the wig? Yes. Yeah, he's good. That a young is kid too. incredible. That is an incredible Howard Stern, dude. Yeah, he's got that Alan, uh, Alan Alda kind of thing. Yes, if you can do Alan Alda, you can do Howard Stern. The weird thing is, I don't like his voice. There's something because I was in my brain. I'm like Howard Stern doesn't really talk away until I hear him do it. I'm like he does talk away. <laughs> it's pretty amazing, man. I didn't. That's why someone has to figure out a star to do that no one is doing. At first, it was Denzel. Now, every, there's a bunch of people who do, do Denzel. Yeah, he's gotten watered down, too, huh? Yeah, there's only one guy that kills it. I know we got to move along here, but who's got, like, a really, like, this voice that when you hear it, you know who it is? You could, like, if they were doing an audiobook, you'd be like, oh, that's this person. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, and who wants that? I know, person? dude. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you know, nope, nope, never mind. I've heard of Will Smith, a really good Will Smith. Um... Shoot, who hasn't been who who has the voice but hasn't been done yet? That's the question. Um Yeah, we've got a lot of Liam Neesons. Oh, you know what? There's no John Hamm. I couldn't even think of how John Hamm talks. I, I bet you if you heard someone in person at John Hamm, you'd be like, oh, that is how John <laughs> Hamm talks. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if it, I wonder if people have done John Hamm yet. He has a very particular voice. And I, I'm wondering if anyone's done him yet. Got to tap into that, man. I don't know. We're going to start looking around and find that gem, that needle in a haystack of voices. Speaking of needle in a haystack, Dan, um, I just realized what I'm going to talk about today that I watched. Okay. Ever so often, Dan, 
There's a movie I miss that when I come around to watching said movie, it blows my mind and it makes me retroactively wish that for the noisies, I had seen this movie because it might have been my movie of the year. I can't wait. Because, Dan, sometimes the marketing is not as good as the movie is. All right. And today that movie is Free Guy. Ah. That might have been my movie of the year. Are you <laughs> Come on. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I am I am not joking. Okay. All right. Well, it, tell me why, Steve. It asks a very interesting question. Mhm. If something begins thinking on its own, do you have the right to stop that thing? Oh, you're going deep. And I was like, huh. Like, if something that you created and you have orchestrated every move of this this AI, this computer, I coded the computer, but then it decides to do even one thing that I didn't code it to do, do you have the right to unplug this thing? Should you? And I'm like, huh, well, that's an interesting question to ask. And I think that they, without getting too, too deep, they did a good job of asking all those sort of questions, you know? And I was like, this is, because they even asked the question, how would you know if something's not real? Like, it fooled her. And when people are like, I think it's it. No, 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 no. This is a real person because they're interacting. How would you know it's not a real person? You wouldn't know really at a certain point. You'd think, oh, I'm just really getting along with this thing. And I'm like, this is so fun. And what they call, they call that the Turing test when you could put something behind a wall. Uh, They said once uh, AI can pass the Turing test where it's behind a wall and it's answering questions and you can't tell that it's, that it's not human. That's when AI succeeds so far. You can always tell it's a computer. You ask it a certain question, you're like, oh, a person wouldn't ask that question, uh, answer that question like that. This thing passed all the tests for this woman. And I just thought this is so much fun. And it was also not Ryan Reynolds doing what Ryan Reynolds normally does. Yeah, he's definitely, I mean, he's there. He's, he's there. Reynolds, but it's well done. I like the movie. It's just the thing is, Steve, I saw it the night it came out and it's been months. So It's so you know. I don't know if it would have made my noises, but it I'm glad that you noise. loved it. It would have made my, I'm going to, this is a movie that I'm going to come back to. And my boy, uh, 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 rail little, little, is it little rail Howery. Gee, that dude was fantastic. Uh, there's a character. No, called, real quick though on yeah. him. Didn't you kind of get like, they sort of, I mean, he was good, but I don't know why I was getting like Kevin Hart vibes off of him. And Kevin moment. Hart could have played the part. Yeah, for sure. No, no question. And there's a character called, and I won't ruin it for anyone. It's called The Dude. (laughs) And I said. I think this movie, dude, this is not a movie that you need to hold back on spoilers. Kind of because the the thing is like, say you're, the things they did was so smart because when they're like, uh, I'm going to insert this here. I'm like, yeah, that's what you do. Obviously, like when you're coding, when you want to come back to something, you're like, insert here for later. But he just said it. He's like, when I get you, I'm going to insert what you're going to do here. And I'm like, oh, that's so funny. It's so clever. And it's so fun. And it doesn't talk down to people. 
You're it, driving me crazy, though. This movie's been spoiled to death. Just say what you're talking about. Oh, no, that, I just did. That's yeah, what the dude made, says. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's like, in it, what scene? It, when he's, it, when they're fighting at the end, uh-huh. he's like, ooh, he's like, pull out, insert, uh, insert weapon that I'll have in my hand here. I'm like, oh, that's so funny. I love it. And it's, it's not made, you know how normally it gives you a second to laugh at it? No. Yeah. They pass right over it. They're like, yeah, if you got it, you got it. If you didn't, you didn't. Let's move on. It looks hilarious with Ryan Reynolds' face superimposed over that dude's body. In and the way he beats him by saying, "Hey, look at all this colorful." It's so I was like that's so funny. I was like, I thought it was gonna be some. Oh, I get. And then the Chris Evans cameo. Yeah. Come on, bro. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. It, I had a good time watching it. Honestly, it's just been a while. It's been a hot minute since I've seen. I rewrite. Well, you know me. You know I've rewound that part. Yeah, I the hots for Chris Evans. I said, when and when he and the funny thing is when he puts up the shield, he gets hit with the shield. The guy hits the shield, and then Ryan Reynolds peeks over it. <laughs> I can't remember the line. Chris Evans said something like, "That's bullshit." No, he's like, like, "What that. the ish?" I was like, oh, "That's," yeah, yeah, and yeah. he puts down his. Uh, I said, "Dude, they have so much." There, who. They had so much fun shooting this this movie. Because I technically, when I play video games, I don't think of the background characters. I never do. I just don't. And it's funny that someone was like, what if they like were real people in the game and they wanted to do other things? It's just fun. And then Channing Tatum. I forgot he was funny. I forgot oh, Channing Tatum was a funny person. He's great. He's really good. Uh, dude, it's, yeah, I love, it's so good. I love that they... Uh, sorry, Steve. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, that movie, I love that they took that concept of an NPC. Oh, dude. And put them in there where they're just supposed to say the same thing over and over again. But what's it like if they remove the veil and the, oh my God, there's a whole other word. It was just a, it's a brilliant it's writing, actually. I mean, you know, I, again, I'm really glad you liked it. Again, I don't know if I would make it in my top movies or anything, yeah. but it was super entertaining and it is worth another watch. Oh, it was it's on it, Disney Plus right now, by the way, if you guys want to. That's check it how out. I watched it. It was and the, the funny part is, here's the funny part. The way that he gains coins is there he's like, what if instead of hurting people and killing people, I just was nice to everybody? I was like, oh, oh, come on. And then, at, and then they're, they're like, you think outside they have gun problems? And the girl's like, yeah, we do have gun problems. He's like, oh. I didn't expect mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Did you recognize Millie in the movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jody Comer. Yeah. But and, I recognize uh, her from the show she does with Jen O. No, with, um, with Sandra O. She's a serial killer. What is that called? Oh, Killing Eve? Yes. It's, she's fantastic. Oh, yeah. That is her in Killing Eve. I don't watch that show. Oh, but. it's just great, dude. I've heard great things. It's Gail got just on a, great. I was like, it was one of those times where I'm just going back and forth, not really watching the television, but I remember Gail like binge the shit. Oh, dude, it is just so fantastic. Um, But it's just, dude, am I going to, no, I'm not going to go over to the top. That's just everybody. No, no. Look who's going over the top of 2022 now. Ever since the end game, you've been out of control. I'm going to give free guy. Oh, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going there. I'm going to give free guy. 3.85. Five out of five buff Ryan Reynolds. Okay. More than three and three quarters. I you feel mean, good about this one. Dude, I, I cannot wait to watch this movie again. 
But you don't watch movies over. This one I will. <laughs> I this one I I just and well no because I've watched I do watch movies over if I because I've, I've you know how many times I've watched Glenn Gary Glenn Ross it's just a constant all the time thing. But yeah, I, I, it's just this one seems like something like if I'm cooking and I don't want to pay attention to it, I could just turn it on, have fun. I'm looking at Ryan Reynolds' like upcoming slate here. Uh, the Adam Project's coming out. I'm going to be talking about that one. I'm sure I'm going to watch that movie. That's on Netflix. Have you seen the trailer for that? I have not. That looks good, dude. You should check it out. It looks really good. Um, he's producing. Oh, no. Hold on. He's doing a voice in a TV series short called Fother Mucka. <laughs> Sounds like I wrote it. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Oh yeah, Steve. Instead of saying fuck, I had to call him on this one. I'm like, you know what? I get it. I get it. But fuck, come on, dude. At least try. I asked him a question, and instead of saying fuck no, he said foot no. And I'm not having it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not having it. It's lazy. It's about as lazy as you not wanting to lean over, look at your monitor. You need to go take that one back to the drawing board. And you need to put in a better F word. Foot no is ridiculous, Stephen. I'm calling you out. You sound ridiculous when you say it. Foot no. The foot is wrong with you. That's all day, man. I'll be like, what the foot? <laughs> go, go foot yourself, Steve. <laughs> what else are you doing? Oh, yeah. He's doing uh, Deadpool 3, Ryan Reynolds, and Dragon's Lair. Remember that video game? Oh, my goodness. He's the perfect person. Yeah. I, think I didn't even think. Now, is he doing live action or is it a cartoon? Uh, it just says announced. Let me see if I can find anything on this here. Uh, it's going to be directed by Don Bluth. Get out of here, Beatles. They covered up. Uh, and Gary Old. Oh, excuse me. Gary Goldman. I almost missed that G right there for a second. Uh, it just says starring Ryan Reynolds. There's not a lot of information on this one just yet. He's the perfect person to play that. Well, I don't know, though. He's not a bumbling idiot. I think he could be a bumbling idiot. Like, I think the perfect situation would have been if they made it in the 90s and uh, Jim Carrey took it. That would have been perfection. Maybe over the top, though. Oh, for sure. Make no mistake. There's no maybe, actually. But his over the top is, like, I watched part of the recent Sonic. Jim Carrey is just funny. Hey, he's good in that, huh? He is just funny, dude. He doesn't have to try. But there was that stretch where he was doing things and it's like, okay, it's Jim Carrey, but it's like getting a bad hand job. It's like, okay, this, the effect is going to happen, but I'm not really feeling it. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like a lot of those movies were like that. For some reason, he brought back that 90s vibe in this. Oh, movie. dude, he was. And, and here's the funny part. Someone uh, recently said, uh, you know, you think things are funny until you go back in time and watch Fire Marshal Bill. I said, that's still funny. Let me show you something is still hilarious to me. I don't know how people think that it's like, oh, it aged badly. No, it didn't. He's hilarious. No one was doing what Jim Carrey was doing at that time, at all at that time. He was so over the top. <laughs> you know, even The Mask, uh, you know, Ace Ventura. He was a liar, liar. He was just always just, he took things that would, should be at 50 and he took them to like 130. And that's was that we, Irene movie? Me, myself, and Irene. Me, myself, and Irene. Remember when he was sucking on that d- girl's boobs? It was a weird movie. Uh, it was, that's when I was like, okay, he's starting to fall off a little bit. He's, but then he did uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, he flipped it up. Started so doing the, good. What was dude. the first one? Wasn't it Truman Show? Wasn't that his first like dramatic role? He was still role? funny, though. It was good. But Eternal Sp- uh, Sunshine, he was not. There was no like comedy there. He was just, That's him and Kate Winslet, right? That was a good movie, dude. Yeah. Been a long time since I rocked it. And then he did that. One. What's that one about that comedian? 
That was good. The Man in the Moon. That was a good movie. It was good until I saw the documentary and I was like, oh, I can't even watch it without being like, how miserable were those workers on this? Yeah, I remember oh. talking about that recently with Rob from uh, Ooh Electric Shot. He was like, man, I mean, I get it, but Jesus. <laughs> you gotta calm down, dude. I would have like, punched him, G. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with you, bro. I'm for real done. Like, fuck, I gotta go to work today. That sounds fun. No, you're making a movie, huh? I know. I know. And I should be really grateful, but Jim Carrey is fucking insufferable. <laughs> I don't want to be his assistant. Today. I can't do it. Like some people can just like Pacino just in De Niro. They're like, yeah, we just turn it on, then turn it off and go home. <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah. We don't have to be like, oh, God, I guess I got to sit in this wheelchair for 10 months to figure out how to do this part. Like, I would never want to work for Jim Carrey, Jared Leto or Daniel Day-Lewis. Not a chance. Dude. None of them. Never. And out of the three of them. I probably would pick Daniel Day first. Yeah, but he could be scary, dude. He can be, but he, he also seems like if he scared me, he'd be like, oh, kind of got you. They're like, oh, but Jim Carrey would not break. Neither would Jared Leto. He'd think that he's doing something for me. He's like, I'm teaching you something now. Oh, you know what? We're leaving. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Could you imagine, though, hanging out with Daniel Day Lewis and just like you're, it's just regular Daniel Day Lewis. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, he just pulls out Bill the Butcher and he won't turn it off. I would rather Bill the Butcher than I drink your milkshake. Is that a movie? Yeah. Um. Uh. There will be blood. Oh, I've I never seen you. There Will Be Blood. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Never seen it. Damn. I know. It's like super long, isn't it? I think that's what's keeping me from watching it. How You're about it? to watch a movie called Drive My Car. That's three hours long. And I'm going to go see Batman this week, too. Oh, dude, let me tell you something. There will be blood. If you watch that movie, you're going to text me and be like, oh, my God. Oh, no, dude. I've heard wonderful things about it. It's just one of those movies that I never. I don't know. When did it come out? 2007. So I've been making good. excuses since 2007. It's, and I don't know why. I'm a huge fan. It's <laughs> so it. Oh, good. hold up, though. Oh, hold up, though. What? Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, man. And remember, I don't <laughs> like him too much. Yeah, we'll talk about that oh, shortly. You know what? We could, we're going to, we're going to, because I have nothing else to talk about. That was free. Go okay, I've said it enough. Yeah, it's, you liked it. You gave it a 3.85 out of 5 buff Ryan Reynolds. Dude, good for you, man. So I'm glad you liked it. Good, Dan. Let's get to the stuff that we both All watched, Dave. Ugh. Okay, let's. You want to go positive to negative or negative to positive? Positive to negative, dude. Positive. Positive to negative. Yes, okay. dude. All right. So we'll start off with, I think, probably going to be spoilers, probably the most positive review this week. And that is Bel Air, ladies and gentlemen. Dude. I, hey, I have to, you know what, Dan? Mm. I must applaud you because you really, really made sure I was going to watch the show. I was rooting for this show since the, let me just real quick. Okay, yes. hold on. We'll I go like back it. to that. Yeah. So Bel Air, it's on Peacock right now. Peacock Premium. You can watch the first episode, possibly the second on, you know, if you just have like Peacock app, but you're going to want to pay for it. I'm just warning you right now. This is the journey of a street smart teen whose life is forever transformed when he moves to the streets of West Philadelphia, born and raised, by the way, to live with his relatives in one of L.A.'s wealthiest suburbs. Does it sound familiar? Probably should, because it's actually the plot of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but in a dramatized form. And this is written by, <clears throat> excuse me, it was uh, created by Andy Borowitz and Susan Borowitz, T.J. Brady, 
And I'm really a little upset right now with the IMDb because, okay, there it is. I was going to get pissed off if they didn't give props to Morgan Cooper. Maybe you guys remember a few years back, they did this fan-made trailer for this show, actually, for Bel Air. And they just, it was like this what-if concept. You know what I mean? What if they took Fresh Prince of Bel Air and made it, like, edgy and rough? The trailer seems a little, it actually is a lot more rough than what this ends up being. But they actually, you know, it was Will Smith. He kept, he was like, yeah, this is good. And he got in touch with Morgan Cooper and he helped produce this. And I've been waiting probably two, two and a half years to see this. And let me tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, right off the bat, I am not disappointed. (laughs) Not one bit. I got a hold of Steve immediately. I'm like, look, dude, you got to watch this. I will give you a way to watch this. Please check it out. And Steve was a little bit apprehensive at first, I think. Right. I I mean, you're here. You should probably defend yourself. For sure. Yeah, and I don't know why exactly, but it's just that that's our dynamic. I have to like, I have to go through hoops to get you to watch things sometimes. And it's like, you got to understand from day one, I have never, if, if, okay, put it this way. If I know it's going to be shitty, I'm going to be like, look, dude, (laughs) just, just watch it because we have something to talk about. And in fact, that might be the case on this episode. But when I'm like dead set that I know this is a good thing, like, I just want you to watch it. And I was going to be a fucking bug up your ass if you did not watch this shit it's so good i will say this dan the first episode uh it that's where i would have jumped off and it did it really well where it's like the even because here's the problem the commercials don't do it justice it they really don't like you kind of be like, okay, I got it, but man, that main whatever I forgot the actor's main uh, the main actor's name, Jabari Banks. He can act, dude. Oh, He's one of the good. chances, Hillary Banks. He is, huh? Hillary Banks. Oh Hilla right, Banks. Yeah. Oh yeah, what a coincidence! One I, of didn't the even, <laughs> I didn't dude. even put that together. I'm like, wait, hold on a second. You threw a name out, and for Holy some reason, it doesn't feel right. Rap. Yeah, hey, they got a Banks to play Will Smith, which is really funny. <laughs> dude, it was. I so I after the first episode I texted Dan I was like great now I got now I'm invested I'm invested in this kid (laughs) and then it was and the Uncle Phil is fantastic Aunt Viv is fantastic Hillary's great everyone is so good even they Ashley's great Ashley's great Trey it's like dude everybody's just doing a great job and Jimmy Akimbola as Jeffrey oh Jeffrey dude. Listen, <laughs> it, they went really dark on the recent one, though. You know, the thing is, is that that's going to come back like, oh, for sure. Do you, what do you want? Episode four or five? I've already I'm already on. Uh, I, I whichever one was the last one. I You're fully caught up. Yeah, I'm fully caught up. OK, cool. Because I think I don't even know when it comes out. I think it's Thursdays, maybe. I like it's for, the only show that I'm like waiting for because oh, I get off sure. work late. Yeah, I get off work late and I'll come. It used to be, you know, Book of Boba Fett or Peacemaker or whatever. And now it is Bel Air. It is. I'm excited to watch this show. See, and for me, it's both Abbott Elementary and Bel Air. And yeah, I keep hearing about the Abbott Elementary. So I got to check it out. But um, uh, Bel Air is like, a, for me, when I'm watching it, I genuinely at this point, especially after that little dark turn they took, I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. So dude's running for council and he's hanging out with this guy. I wouldn't be worrying about things he said on video when you have this dude living in your house. Like a guy that can make things happen like that. This dude's like Alfred. 
Dude. <laughs> he's like, he's fucking Alfred. It's for pretty Phil. crazy. And that's not a problem with the campaign. You worried about Will or getting pranks? I'm like, because I thought he was just a person who scares people. Uh, no, he's not. <laughs> he is not that guy. No, he is his right-hand man for everything. Dude, so good, man. And I, I'm just totally invested. And it's, it's one of those things where I don't have to worry about it being like, down or central every week it's a fun show there's even if there's dark things happening it's still fun it's still fun to watch these people kind of navigating now my boy michael eli made a surprise appearance and the only reason you bring michael eli into a show is to seduce some woman yeah as soon as i saw that dude I'm like, oh, oh yeah look he- out Viv. look <laughs> out Viv. He's coming in hard. Oh, make no mistake. As soon as he walked and into the frame, I was like, oh. I knew it. I'm like, oh, shit. Yep. I know where this is going. For sure. Like, He's not there to be this the This is buddy. all your space. Oh, this whole space has been reserved for you. I'm like, oh, Viv's going to be listen. tempted. And he makes a bunch of, like he says, uh, he's like, you know, I'm just glad that you're open. to." I'm like, open. Uh-huh. I see Key what word, you're doing, baby. G. Keyword. <laughs> oh, it's raining outside. It's looking very wet. wet. Dude. Real. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that dude only comes on the. Also, side note, bros, if a guy even resembles him, just hold your lady's hand. Yeah. Hold your lady's hand. Sheepishly, too, because you can't compete with that. No. And also, if it's like, oh, that's just my work, homie. Oh! No, he's not coming over my house. <laughs> Oh, gee. No. Hey. Oh, he's here's my coworker, Sam. And you look at yeah. Sam and he looks like that. Bruh. It's so funny that you mentioned that, though, because the, mo- the moment that you said it, it's like there's no other way that this guy can present himself. Nope. It seems like nope. put him in anything. He's and the moment he walks guy. out. You're like, oh, oh, someone's getting seduced. forced every single freaking time. Every time I see that dude, I'm like, oh, here he goes. Here he goes. But yeah, he's he was a great pick. For that part. It's just a good show. And the thing is, Aunt Viv ain't hearing it really. Like no. right now, she is devoted. But let me tell you something. Something's gonna happen where because uh Philip is already kind of sidelining her art. Mm-hmm. And someone said she used to be a painter. Ooh, that and stinks. This guy is like, Oh, I always have loved your work. I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. It's <laughs> the problem, baby. Let's talk about a couple of other people, man. I'm just curious. Let's, let's do a rundown real quick, yes. okay? So we got Jabari Banks as Will Smith. We Fantastic. both established he's incredible. Fantastic. And he's kind of come from out of nowhere. Like, I'm looking on his uh, list of other things that he's done, and he did something on Access Hollywood where he played himself. Oh, was he like a host or something? It says self on Access Hollywood. And he was on the Kelly Clarkson show as himself. Oh, and so then, he was a guest. He must have been on another show. Or maybe he was a writer? Let me see. I'm trying to find the credit of what exactly he did. Jabari Beasy. It just says self. But anyway, yeah, he's just kind of, I mean, for me, he came from out of nowhere. And, you know, when you're comparing someone like, say, the original, you know, actual Will Smith in The Fresh Prince, that was my hangup. It's like, okay, this better be good because it's like a great sell. It's a great plot. I like the idea of it. But can someone do that to where you're not going, that's not Will Smith? Do you know what I mean? Yes. And he does it. Like, I've, you know, he's his own version of Will Smith and he does great. He is, I mean, I could watch. Super charismatic. I'm, I'm just kind of mad they don't drop them all. 
Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Like, normally I'm cool with it. Even with Peacemaker, I was kind of like, oh, it gives me something to look forward to. But I'm like, come on, man. Dude, <laughs> I yeah. want to see the rest of this shit. That's and there's 11 episodes, Steve. We're only on episode five. And I do believe that it's been given a second season already. Oh, that's, I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised at all. Also, they have heavy hitters behind it. When Will, Will Smith could almost bankroll a season two, him, or almost, he can bankroll a season two by himself. So, yeah, and I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of Peacock's other than like Yellowstone. I don't know how people are watching that, but I think I bet I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of Peacock's most watched shows. This show is going to be a hit for sure. And oh, people no are question. still just getting turned on to it, too. So, listen, I understand this day and age and you got to save your dollars, but you can get a Peacock. It's, it's premium, but you can go with commercials and the commercials aren't that bad, actually. They don't take very long. I think there's only like maybe two a piece. Like each time they have a commercial, it's only like four ninety nine for the month. That's not can bad. You buy it for you the year. Uh, well, I would be speaking out of like I'm not educated on that. I can't tell you for sure if that's if there's even a plan for that. But at four ninety nine a month, it might oh, be worth, worth it, it if you could. But I, that's what I'm saying. If they could say, "Hey, four ninety nine a month," or you could get the ones with no commercial for sixty dollars a year, I'd be like, "Oh, just put the sixty dollars in," because they don't do the yearly thing. No. That I don't sucks. think they do, but if they're going to start putting out content like this, oh, it's on. then I'm in. I, oh, There's been a couple of things on Peacock that I've seen, but nothing that's made me want to really go and, and get it. Like, this is the first time that I actually put money on the premium. Are you okay? Was that was Dr. Uh, was Dr. Death on Peacock? I think Dr. Death may have been on Peacock, oh, I so I did actually pay for that one, too. Now, would you would you say if someone had five dollars even though i know we're saying we love the show would you say yeah. if you had the money are you getting apple tv or peacock well probably apple tv oh okay <laughs> apple tv's just got too much good shit on it man does it really and peacock <laughs> yeah for sure absolutely i mean i know it has ted lasso but i don't know what other things it really has for someone to buy it well like i said servant trying uh for all mankind and that's the one really never want? mind that's the one you're right you're right yeah. that's worth it that's worth the price itself by itself there, yeah no question okay you're right yeah but yeah i'm what what do you what well we can't rate it yet because it, we, it has to land we can't rate it has first, to though. land go ahead let's talk about carlton for a second what are your thoughts on carlton i think they made him too hateable okay they went overboard i okay I, i'll agree with you on that but i smell a redemption art coming because they've already established that he had like some kind of episode, something with a, a an anxiety condition or something like that. And I remember Lisa and I think maybe the first episode is like, oh, yeah, well, you know, um, Carlton's been through a lot in the past and stuff. So, you know, he handles things his own way. But so I think we're going to get some kind of a turnaround with him. Well, I don't think we're going to be seeing him dance. Today. It's not unusual. Or no, it's, like that, I, but, I think it will do a thing where just like in the original show, how he had an yeah. overdose. He did that yeah. overdose. They're probably going to do an OD thing. And I found that I just really haven't seen that many episodes of Fresh oh, Prince. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, like his friend in Philly, that was mm -hmm. Don Cheadle in the original show. Really? Yes. So Trey was an actual character? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Trey's annoying as shit on this one, dude. This he last was, episode? He was a lot. You know, like He's in the a original. Crybaby drunk. Yeah, he did the same thing. He wasn't a crybaby, but he was like, you ain't hard like you used to be. Who are you? Like he was that guy, and Don Cheadle killed it, dude. Yeah, he was a scary guy. <laughs> But back to Carlton, the actor, Ollie Charlton, you got to give it to him, dude, because, you know, you can play a hateful character, but he's really, oh, really good at being hateful. That, I cannot stand. I think he's really good. He's doing He's like Joffrey. 
Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Yes. Like you have to give him the credit because For sure. it's not easy to be that hateable. And, <laughs> and dude, I just despise Carlton every time I see him to the point now where I kind of hate his face when yeah, I see him. I don't I can't do it. I think that they but they went a little bit, unless they're shoot. Like you said, if they want to shoot for that amazing redemption, it has That's to be a redemption. Because, or maybe someone tries to shoot Will in Bel Air and he jumps in front of the bullet. It's going to be something like that. Because remember when Will Smith got shot jumping in front of Carlton? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I don't remember a lot of those episodes. I remember the theme song, and that's about it. And I couldn't even. If you asked me to do the theme song right now, I couldn't do it. I bet like, you. I didn't watch that show a lot. But, but I, I was. I, I bet you it. know more of the theme song than you think you do. Maybe. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, what did you think of the little like lines that they throw in there? Like, ah, oh, I got in one little fight. My mom got scared. Or, you know, he's like, born hey, I'm detective. Is it? Yeah. Is it north and north or west? It's like what? Oh, I said West Philly. Yeah, born and raised. Things like that. What did you think of those? It was. It was cute. Two on the nose. It was cute. I thought at first that it was going to be a thing like, oh, God, OK, we get it. Let's stop doing that quickly so we don't ruin the show. Yeah, it's but cute. No, yeah. They gave you just enough to go. Yeah, we know what time it is. Or like yeah. the whole where I saw that at one episode where he's wearing his jacket backwards. Yeah. So that seemed familiar. Jordan Jones as jazz. What do you think about him? I here's my thing. Someone needs to get that kid. Another role. Because he's good. I don't, I think unless he gets a bigger role, another show needs to get him. Yeah. He's really good. He's a, and the thing is he has the look, he he looks and his voice. I could just watch him act. I'm like, Oh, they need to use this kid in something else. No, not kid. I don't know how old he is, but for me, he's a kid. And so I, they need to use him in something. He's that good. That's the only downside is you never really see jazz. Uh, he was in snowfall. And Shameless. He played a crackhead in Shameless. And he oh, was, uh, let's see, 2019, he was in Snowfall as Bo. Do you remember that character? I do, dude. Snowfall is still. Anyway. I you, fell off. I, I need to get back to it. Dude, I fell off. And you said sure. you liked it. I did. But, you know, when you're watching so much shit all the time, you really you just, are, sometimes dude. you got to make the choice. And between you and I and the listeners, this ain't going to be, the next few weeks ain't going to be the time to start catching up on other stuff. For, no, for too much. You have Jesus. a lot on your plate. I got a lot to watch. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna hear me talk about things twice, I think. Over the that next, is gonna uh, be so funny. Yeah. Um, all right, Hillary. What do you think of Hillary? You know what? She's Coco Jones. She's um she's uh, I like her, but I think she's probably um the one that huh. like her like her arc, is that what you mean? Her arc is uninteresting for me. I think that's on purpose. Probably. I think this show is so well written that all the things that are against, we have hangups on, are they're all there for a reason, dude. I like her interaction with the little sister when something happens and she's totally like, oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. That was beautiful. I loved it. I mean, even the way she played it to where she had like this, uh, this huge surprised smile on her face. Yes. At the same time. Like, it just seems so real to me. It, seemed I mean, absolutely it probably took real. a couple of scenes, but and, it's just so well done, dude. Even Akira Akbar as Ashley, she does a great job. She's, fantastic. she's really 12, but she's doing she's she's doing uh, really good work. I mean, I can't really find a weak spot in this show. No, everybody's fair. Even uh, uh, Lisa, she's good. Yeah, Lisa's trying, good. Trying like to kind of navigate. But you know what? This is dude. Okay, we're not going to go into the show, but I will say part of me felt Carlton. I'm like, yeah, you don't just come into someone's house and go after his ex. That's just, it's not something you do. You don't do that. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I totally agree with you. But at the same time, he didn't know at first. 
But after he did, he should have been like, oh, you're off limits. Nope. Will was like, anyway, y'all ain't together now, right? Well, okay. That's one way of looking at it, right? But it's not like Carlton was giving him a welcome to begin with. Carlton came out the gate being a dick. To Absolutely. Him. So why would you want to like, oh, well, let me just do you a solid. You have done nothing for me. Because if you kick me in the knee, I'm not going to shoot you with a shotgun. I'm going to kick you in the knee back. That is a shotgun blast. Being like, I'm going to go after the girl you are in your head over heels for. That's overboard. Now you're doing too much. Just eat because I can get somebody killed. <laughs> Here's my theory, Steve. I think that Carlton's going to end up being the most interesting character on the show. Really? There's too much going on right there, man. Think of all the things that this kid's going through in the show, like that locker room scene where Will walks up and him and that guy, Tyler or Connor rather are, um, dude, they're sing- they, you know, the yeah, song I'm talking about. bro. He keeps saying N word over yes. and over and over again. And like Carlton's just feeling it. Skip like he Carlton, has no yeah. idea that's completely off of his radar that that's even an issue or the scene where they're walking door to door. Yes. Trying to get names for ballots mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like all of those things right there, they're all there for a reason. And I think it's going to be will that shows him the opposite side of things. I don't know exactly how he's going to find that just yet. I think that he's going to have to, like the whole Connor story is going to clearly come to a head. Oh, at some point. no question. And it's because we're too far into it now. It's sure. going to explode. So, and then again, the whole anxiety thing. I think that um, Ollie Charlatan is going to kill it in the Carlton role because I think there's just so many open-ended things that to his character, we haven't really seen that yet. We've, they're making him be hateful on purpose, hateable rather on purpose right now. So we can be like, Oh, there's the arc. Oh, okay. I mean, there's, it's not the first time they've done that before. Not at movie all. Not or a television show. No, you're right. So, I, I really do. I, I'm actually probably the most, I had to think about it for a while, but I think I'm the most impressed with, uh, what's his name? I'm sorry. Jabari Banks and Ollie Shelton, dude, because the Carlton character hasn't He's quite really good. It hasn't bloomed yet, you know, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with that. I, but I can tell you right now, this is probably after I stopped watching Peacemaker. I really do think this is probably my favorite show on television right now, too. More than really uh, Attack on it. Titan. Uh, well, it's just different. Do you know what I'm saying? And this is new. Attack on Titan, I'm winding down. We only have a few more episodes left of that. So it's a, it's incredible in itself. But as far as something fresh and and no pun intended. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. But, you know, I just think that this is the this is the thing that I want to watch most right now. Huh. So now we rate. That's what I'm because I first of all, let me put this in stone. Jazz is going to be the most interesting person on this show. Okay. Why? Um, there's something. They're not, not a challenge. I just want to know. No, I think there's something that they're not telling us about him because he has that record store. They're following. They, you know, he's like, oh, we're doing that little, you know, TikTok or whatever they're doing with him. J- Jazz and Hillary's thing is going to be the thing to watch. What do you think about all the Philly slang? Oh, I mean, yeah, it's John and yeah, Bull, Bull. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. It's funny. What's been your favorite episode so far? I like Yama Crawl. I said, yeah, that's dope, Jay. <laughs> that was well. I liked it, but the whole time, oh, they're so smart. The whole time that he's doing it and they're bonding, I'm gonna be like, freaking Carlton's gonna act a fool when he finds this. <laughs> The whole time I'm thinking that I'm like, oh, it's going to be so annoying. But they're purposely doing that. They're making sure that you have that going in the background. 
Being like, no matter how good it goes with Philip and Will, always remember there is a bad situation happening on. I would say the best so far that I've really enjoyed is um. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Uh, probably. Um, you know what? Yamacraw was the one where they had the roller skating rink, wasn't it? Or was that a different one? That was the next episode. That's the, my favorite one. The one with the roller skating rink because uh, that whole situation with the um, defund the police and the fact yeah. that they any other show would be like, oh, he's not going to say it in front of the cop. The fact that he did it, I was like, oh, this show's going out. What's going to happen then? Like, what are they going to do? Because they could make him lose legit. Like he loses and he wonders, daggone it, I shouldn't have said that. Or so, you know, I'm very interested in which way they go. Well, that's coming to a head, too, because on the next episode, when they're at the Staples Center at the, uh, what was his name? D-Smoke? Like, <laughs> You're D-Smoke. You're D-Smoke, yeah. yeah. He's D-Smoke. He really D-Smoke. So, so funny. Uh, you know, when the uh, police chief came to him and they're starting to put the pressure on him now. So, yeah, that's going to come to a head as well. Oh, wait. You haven't watched that? Yeah, I just did. I was just telling you about it. Oh, I thought you said when they go to Staples Center. I was like, oh, did he not? I'm talking about in that particular oh, scene. Oh, when they go. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean. The dude, series Nostradamus. Dude, I'll say, I'll say this, man. The, the, the subject matter they're tackling, they're doing it so far so good. Because they could be corny. And, and that's not a curse these days with a lot of stuff. Oh, People dude. are trying to go too hard and it ends up just coming off like a joke. I love that they're not being super duper like, you know, that, you know, how Carlton was like, well, um, you know, uh, they don't vote. So why, they, you know, they, they argue and they don't vote and they wonder why people don't come. Blah, 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 blah. And he was just these like, people. Yeah. He's like there before he even gets to the point. He's like, why are you calling them these people? I said, this is such smart writing. <laughs> this is so good because that's a conversation yeah. you would have with a rich black dude and like, it makes sense he's a well, he's not a fish out of water he's quite in his element actually at this school but he's so removed from his own culture because of his money yes and his surroundings and all these, these whereas his dad and his mom have been there so they yeah. kind of remember where they're from he's never been anywhere like that now I don't know how Hillary has kind of even though she's still, she's stuck up in a different way than Carlton, she's never had to really work for anything yet. Because you she's know, an influencer. Exactly. And also, you know, how she's like, all her, her homegirls are like, it's good that she burned that bridge with that job. People that have never really had to work for anything would say that. But folks that are just like, oh, dude, that's, maybe you could have just held your tongue and gotten the yeah. job then later. Just walked away from something Bingo, big. bingo. So I got where each and every one of them were coming from. And I understand why her mom is so nervous. Like, did we shelter this girl too much? Like, and so it's just smart all the way around. I really like it, dude. So yes, now our rating. I'm eager to hear what you say. So far. Uh, no, like I said, I, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. I love the show. Like I said, it's the thing that I'm looking forward to watching the most right now, week to week. Uh, Honestly, I can't find any dings in the show whatsoever. It's just firing on all cylinders and it's got me, it's taken me by surprise, dude. I did not realize I was going to like it as much as I did. So I have nothing but good things to say. Therefore, Steve, I'm going to have to give this one. I am going to go ahead and give, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it a four and a half out of five Jean's. <laughs> and then I'll give it four out of five bulls. 
All right. <laughs> I'm glad we both like this one. And I'm really like, I think I would have, I don't know why, like I didn't make the show obviously, but for some reason I would have been a little crushed if you didn't like it. Oh dude, it was, I am, but I was agitated at the end of the first episode. I was like, damn it. Now I got to watch. Cause I had other things like attack on Titan. I was trying to catch up on, but now I have to watch the next episode. I was like, well now I got to find out what the hell happens. Yeah. But you got a week in between. Well, no, that was when they had, they had like three out. So I had to be like, well, now I got to oh, watch I another one. And I got to watch another. Because I just didn't want to stop every time it ended. Because it's only, is it 30 minutes? Or no, is it 45? I think these episodes are, uh, yeah, I think they're around like 45 minutes or so. It goes by like <laughs> so fast. <laughs> it's so good. All Everybody's so good. So yeah, if you are not watching Bel Air, if you have someone that has an account, get it and watch it. It's worth it. There's a lot of people that are like, I don't know, man. I can't bring myself to do it. It just looks too cheesy. Just it's stop. Not, and It's not. I mean, listen, my opinion is whatever, but like I try to make it a point ever since this show came on. Like once we first started doing Here's the Noise, I've tried to make it a point to like if I'm going to say something and speak from the heart, like I really think you should watch it. Absolutely. Not, not that that matters, but I wouldn't waste my time with this one and I wouldn't waste your time. People watch this shit. Absolutely. This isn't like a killer sofa or what we were joking about. the other day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is some real shit. I love it. It's really good. Um, yeah. So, OK, Steve. So we watched one. We'll just talk about this real quick. I know you haven't finished it, but where are you at on No Exit? What do you think about this? Let me just okay. give the premise real quick on yeah, this one. Give okay. The All right. So this is on Hulu. This just came out. And uh, apparently I missed the warning. I guess Brian from PCL said to watch this one. That's how you saw it? Yes. I just happened to be on Hulu and I liked the cover art. And I was like, okay, that looks like something I can do. But during a blizzard and stranded at an isolated highway rest stop in the mountains, a college student discovers a kidnapped child hidden in a car belonging to one of the people inside. Directed by Damian Power, written by Taylor Adams and Andrew Barr and Gabriel Ferrari. And let me just give you the cast real quick. It stars uh, Havana Rose Lou as Darby, uh, Danny Ramirez, great name, uh, David Rizdal. Dale Dickey, that's a good name right there. Um, Mila Harris, Dennis Haysbert, Paul Green, and then, uh, but Dennis Haysbert, that's, that's the guy Jesus. right there. You remember that? Does that name sound familiar to you? Oh, he's the Allstate guy, man. He's in this, and he's doing a great job, by the way. But uh, where are you at on this, Steve? I've seen the whole thing. I have seen up to where the, uh, the two people get shot. And the, uh, the brother gets shot, Dennis gets shot, and the, uh, his wife gets shot. Okay, so you're up there. Yeah, you know what? I won't really plant spoilers in this one because Steve hasn't finished it, and it's so new that I want you guys to watch it. But um, what do you think so far? Here's the thing. I love these bottle episodes, like bottle movies, where you're like, but it reminds me of something where it's just like a bunch of people around a table stuck somewhere and figuring out who's who. And I forgot the movie. Yeah, well, isolation isn't really like a, a, it's not a new, new concept That's in these true. kind of movies. But it's, it's difficult all about to pull off. and who done it. Yes, it's difficult. They've been doing who done it forever. Um, I would say like um it's I I see I wish I could tell be like, "Oh, it's a fun horror movie to watch if you're doing something." You can't really be doing anything else watching this movie. No, I don't recommend it. <laughs> you have to, if you're, if I would recommend watching it, because I like it so far. I really like it. I think if you are going to watch it, make sure that it's a night where you're like, it's movie night. And watch the movie. Because there's some things that happen. Uh, because they play this game where the person you think it is, that's who it is. And that's when yeah. they pull the carpet from underneath you. 
Yeah, real quick on that yeah. subject, because, you know, you kind of know what you're getting into right away. Yes. It's, it's very obvious what you're getting yourself into. So I did play that game like, OK, well, that's too easy. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like obviously these, it's this guy. Yeah, yeah. You got these people here, but and, and that's probably what they want you to think, because you wouldn't expect that normally. But they Ooh. do it in a way where it works, man. Sometimes you're just like, oh, guessed it. Called that one. Oh, dude. Not this one. No, the switcheroo that happens immediately afterwards. You're like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> And I don't know how far you are into the switcheroo. It, I'm only uh, at the switcheroo where uh, um, a certain person is recognized by a certain person. And they're like, Mrs. Such and Such. And I'm like, oh. But the switcheroo was another person where I was like, oh, my God. Really? Yeah. That was a that was a shocker. And I really actually like, you know what the funny part is? Kind of on the lady side now. Because they show a little like synopsis of what a certain person was. I was like, oh, skip. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I understand now. <laughs> I was like, oh, skip her, Jay. I don't agree with OJ, but, but I understand. But I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. man, it's good. It's, um, I, it's a, it was a pleasant surprise. Hulu does that every once in a while they with their really horror do. movies. It's not really a horror movie, but a, a suspense or Just, rated R, exactly. whatever you want to call Just it. Just like a countdown. Countdown was another one where everybody was like, hey, watch this movie. And you watch it like, hey, that was good. This is the same thing with this one where you're like, hey, turns out this is a good, but no one's talking about it really except like on Twitter. Yeah. What was that movie? That Another one. It was, a, it took place in an elevator. Oh, it was like, what was the name with the lady right remember. the girl yeah, and the guy yeah, yeah that was a good end, one too there was like a it was a what was it a trash bin something out there a trash bin at the end yeah yeah that was a good movie, movie. <laughs> it was good i promise there's <laughs> a, remember and it. also there's another movie i'll send it to you um where a guy's stuck in the elevator and outside the zombie apocalypse is happening oh you and your zombies oh brother oh brother it's so good but um yeah this movie man i just love the fact that somebody because not only is it a good movie, but it's a good way of doing a movie where you only have to kind of pay for the actors. Yeah. Everything else is kind of like, well, now we just got to do a script that's really good. Well, that's the thing. Again, you know, I'm not going to keep talking about mass and these are not the same whatsoever, but it's I think it's a special talent that you have to be able to put a group of actors into a room and just make that shit work. It's not always going to come off that way. Not at all. You know what I mean? It's not always going to be, Oh, that was just so intriguing or whatever. Like sometimes it's just boring as hell. And I know Absolutely. you disagree with me on this one, man. I know you do. And that's okay. But that hateful eight, it just didn't work for me. You know? I mean, and I don't, I don't, I'm not saying this is better than hateful eight. I'm just saying I enjoyed it more. No, it's, it's a thing where hateful eight was a, I've never watched it again. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I liked it, but I have sure not watched it. Again. It was a task, dude. I just couldn't get through it. Even yeah. when they're like, tell you what we'll do is we'll break it up into parts. <laughs> then you can watch yeah. it though. No, I'm good. This is a this is a um a digestible movie that doesn't treat you like an idiot because some things you're like, that would never happen. You know what? Everything in this movie so far, I'm like, oh, I could see it happening. And the one person that smells something, something would be that person. Like this does something is wrong here. Even though everyone's trying to, trying to act normal, there's one person that's just like, uh, I have experience behind me, and something smells wrong. And I like that. I really do like that. And so, I mean, it's not a it's, it's not a it's not a movie I expected to to dig as much as I'm. I'm like I'm looking forward to finishing this movie to find out where they go, what happens. Uh, you know, whoever the lead actress is, she's really good. 
I feel like I've seen her before. Like, right when why. I saw her, because I was like, oh, that's got to be like who the lead is. You know what I mean? And I just don't know. Right I'm doing the same thing. Uh, Sky is everywhere. Haven't seen that. Mayday. Haven't seen that. The chair. No, I don't know why she really? looks familiar to me, but I've not seen anything that she's been in. You're right, dude. Maybe I. Yeah. She looks familiar, though. So I think she just has that familiar looking face. Hey, that makes you famous. Oh, that's a beautiful name. Havana Rose? Yes, dude. That's a killer name. That sounds like something that Lenny Kravitz would name his kid. Oh, dude, you just nailed it. You're right. You're <laughs> totally right, man. Look at her. She's beautiful. I'm going to name her Havana Rose. And speaking of which, how about uh, old uh, Jason Momoa crawling back to Lisa Monet, G? Oh, I haven't heard about this. He, he moved back in. Really? It ain't, it ain't so fun outside, homie. I don't know. He seems like someone that could have a lot of fun outside, though. You know what I mean? I think I think Lisa Bonet is really fun. And he's, like, yeah. Like she's freaky? Yeah. Man, well, you know, Ben went back to Jennifer. Dude, and she's one of those, uh, what do you call the people that are like, like free spirits? There's like a word. Charlotte's. No, I don't know. There's like a word about? for back in the, not, 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 not. Bohemian? Yes! She's like I a I know that's what you were saying. I don't really, who? Oh, you're talking about Lisa Bonet. Yes, those yeah, Bohemians. Yeah, okay. I thought you were talking about Jennifer Lopez. Like, I don't see that at all. No, those Bohemians, G. Listen. Hey, I lived in the 90s, bro. I dated a deadhead. Did you really? <laughs> I'm with you. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I did. Holy cow. I shallowly dumped her though because she she tattooed a uh, a, a dancing bear, dead Grateful Head dancing bear on her butt cheek. That's why you left her. Well, no, that was just like I needed a reason. That's the ultimate. That's the catalyst. That was just like that's it. I can't do this anymore. There was a lot going on there, but you know what? I went to school, but that's a whole other story. We won't talk about that. <laughs> Dude, where <laughs> so, have I seen her before? There. I don't know. I have never seen this woman. We'll just have to find out another day, Steve, because you know why? We got one more thing to talk about. And she'll Did we rate this movie? We didn't rate no, it No, what are you going to... Oh, I know where I saw her. Where? The chair. Oh, yeah, I said the chair. Yeah, you're right. I, I didn't realize it was a show. I watched the chair. Okay, cool. Okay, all right. Was she good in that? Very. All right. Maybe I'll watch the chair then. Uh, what do you give the... I know you haven't finished it, but so far, you got the gist. What, you, what are you rating it? Three out of five uh, backroom kisses. I'm going to give this movie because again, it's not so much original. It's just good. So I'll give this one a 2.75 out of five reasons to do drugs when you really need to listen, dude. And also I don't know if that makes sense to you yet. Not yet. But let me tell you something, bro. Let me tell you something. If I'm in the woods with a hammer, I'm winning that, that, that situation. Well, of course you're Steve Hudson. I'm saying anyone could. You got a hammer and people don't know where you are. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Well, I, I guess it makes sense now why they didn't do this. But if you're in that situation, okay, let's just go back to the beginning of the movie or when things start to go, oh, okay, now I kind of know where this movie's going. And you see what's in that van. Do you go that route or do you come and go, look? No, I would, I would actually legit, I'd come in there and be like, because remember, let's say I didn't know who was in on it. We have a Marine in the house. He, they can't shoot all of us. Or could they? No way. That herb that's jittering in the corner? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably get his gun. 
He looked like that dude on Grandma's Boy. I never saw you ever that. See Grandma's Boy. I never saw that. Oh, never mind. Then you guys know what I'm talking about. If you watch it, if you watch this movie, then think Grandma's Boy. You'll go, oh yeah, I know what Dan's talking about. Are you like, about DJ Qualls? Yes, <laughs> he's got. A DJ I knew you were because <laughs> when I saw oh, wait, him, wait, I was wait. Like, DJ Qualls is that super skinny guy. Yeah, from, I'm thinking um, that you were talking about DJ. No, Qualls. no, 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 no. I'm not thinking. I'm not going to look at the guys up, but the guy up. But oh, okay, yeah, Grandma's Boy. You know what I'm talking about? Trench coat guy. Him. <laughs> All right. Oh, here we go. You ready? <laughs> I mean, this isn't going to take long at all. Well, it might. It's my because you know what? I hope one person's listening here because he was very. Uh, he just didn't see the logic and and the venting that was going on when I posted that I watched this movie in our group, and that man would be Rob from Oh, what he Electric say? Shock. Well, he really liked the movie, <laughs> and uh, so the movie that we're going to talk about. I don't know if I would have the feelings I have about this movie had it not been nominated for best picture. Okay. So it's an independent movie and it's, it's doing its own thing. Whether or not I would have liked the movie anyway is kind of irrelevant, but since it's been put into the position of having this uh, prestigious award, which is not that fucking prestigious when you see the nominees this year given, or at least it's nominated for this award. I have to do a little pushback on this one. So the movie that we are talking about, sirs and ma'ams and others, is Licorice Pizza, written by and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. This movie stars Alana Haim, Cooper Hoffman. You know who that is, Steve? Cooper Hoffman? Philip Seymour Hoffman's That's son. That's right. That couldn't act in that other movie. <laughs> I didn't even... Gail like called it right away. He looks just like Philip Seymour Hoffman. I don't personally see it, but apparently... She said that for a reason. Uh, Sean Penn is in this movie. <laughs> for no reason. Tom, yeah, Tom Waits in this movie. I like Tom Waits. He didn't really do much, but he, when he's in a movie, that's usually the case anyway. And then, of course, Bradley Cooper. Uh, <laughs> all right. You ready? Yes. All right, man. Um, this <laughs> The story of Alana Kane and Gary Valentine growing up, running around, and going through the treacherous navigation of first love in the San Fernando Valley. Where do we start with this one, Steve? Just what do you feel about this movie, Dan? Uh, what the fuck's going on, Steve? Like this movie made me angry. If I'm going to be honest with you, <laughs> I don't understand it. I know a lot of our peers love to find a movie. Well, it's got, it's, uh, it's very well written in the, the cinematography. And I, I just love the exterior settings of it. Don't, bullshit me on this one you guys come on i know i can be a dick when it comes to reviewing some movies sometimes but this one i don't fucking get it i don't i don't i'm not a big fan of paul thomas anderson in the first place i loved boogie nights uh and that may be just about it actually let me just go ahead and do a quick little quick little reference real quick on paul thomas anderson just to make sure that i'm not speaking out of turn here yeah, Boogie Nights, Elkhorn, There Will Be Blood, which I have not seen. I didn't care for Punch Drunk Love. He's got a certain style to his movies that I just don't care for. And maybe that's part of it. But I don't see... First of all, this movie's choppy as fuck. I, I, it's like I'm watching it. And I was trying to pay attention to it, too. And Gail and I are both like, what the fuck's going on? He's Okay, he's an actor, a child actor. And suddenly he's got like a business here and a business there. The waterbeds, the freaking whatever, the, the arcade... How is this 15-year-old moving and shaking through L.A. at this time is another thing I'm kind of curious about, particularly when he's just in this ensemble cast of, I think it was like 18 kids or something crazy shit like that. 
And another thing that I'm not saying I want to see in a movie, but how is it okay to have these days for it to be acceptable to have a 25 year old woman pining after a 15 year old boy Dude. flip that shit around for a second and ask yourself the question. Would I like this? If you like this movie, would I like that about that? Yeah. I, I'm not saying I want to see this because it's just not really appropriate. You know what I'm saying? But I, I feel like it was just kind of given a pass in a way. Yes. And very glossed over. And yes, I understand it was the seventies. I get all of that, but still, I don't know. I, it's not like I was offended by it. It just made me kind of go, Oh, is that a double standard? Is that, I mean, I, like, again, I don't want to see it the other way around, but I mean, I guess it is what it is. I've been hearing licorice pizza for months now and oh my God, it's going to be the top, one of, one of the top movies of 2021. And nah, son, it's not, it's not good. It's not, it's not what they're saying it's going to be. I'll say that. And I, I got to say, I did not enjoy this movie whatsoever. I, there's just a whole bunch of running going on. They're all fucking running here and there. Uh, did you finish this one? You didn't, did you? Hell no. You lucky bastard. You probably stopped at the right time, too, because there is a point in this movie where I think it's like halfway, and I'm like, I, I, I think I'm done. Like, I get it. I remember sitting there with Gail, and I'm going, I'm going to finish this one for the show, but I think I hate this movie. Did she finish it? Did Gail? Yeah, she hated it, too. Like, after, <laughs> like, oh. yeah. No, we immediately, we're like, fuck this movie. <laughs> that was like something she said, actually. She was like, this is ridiculous. It's just not... It wasn't entertaining to me whatsoever. I will say that. Okay. Did you get to the part with Bradley Cooper? Yes, I did. Okay. So the whole truck scene. I did. I got, I stopped it where he, they ran into him coming up the hill. Okay. So that scene takes a turn and it actually is probably my favorite scene in the movie. Like that whole part with Bradley Cooper, because it adds a level of suspense to it, a little bit of tension. And it kind of took me out of the, what the fuck am I watching mode? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And this is going to Rob because he he talked about this last night to me and he was like, you know, you got to give it up to that scene. And yes, Rob, I agree with you. But the thing is it took a whole lot of blah to get to that particular scene. And then once we get out of that scene, it's just a whole lot more blah. The movie runs over two hours long. And it's painful as hell to watch. I don't get it. This movie bored me to fucking tears. And I just don't understand how this movie, I'm going to go hard for it again. I don't understand how you have this movie as best picture year nomination and you don't have either Mass or Blue Bayou in there. I don't fucking get it. It just makes no sense to me whatsoever. So not happy with this. How about you? Dude, I, 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 the thing is, I really had to think. When I was watching this movie, like, how much more do I want to put myself through? Yeah. And once it, he read, they ran into to Bradley Cooper on the street and he got into the truck. I said, oh, that's right. This is Paul Timer. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's, it got, it, I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Because he's doing the thing where then something's going to happen and then we're back to running in the street again. And then yeah. and then the end, he's like, hey, you know, that was a movie. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. You're not going to get me. Because even the even the interaction that was fun with uh, Bradley Cooper, that little, go, you know, about Streisand. Yeah. I'm like, okay, dude, you're, we're either in the real world or we're not. This conversation's not real. No one talks like this. And then the the situation with uh, uh, even Sean Penn, I was like, dude, I get it. So what this movie is, this movie is 
the Leonardo DiCaprio meme of him pointing to the screen and being like, so. that is because you just keep on like, hey, hey, look at that guy. That's him. And then, oh, oh that's a, uh, that's a, uh, yeah, 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 that's Sean Penn. Oh, yeah, 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 that's, that's, I don't want to do that, though. I'm like, yeah, I got it. I got it. You're, I think there was only two instances of that, though. But right? who, Sean Penn's a big instance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You made it sound like there's a bunch. And I'm not, oh, no, like, no, no, no. It's like, like, it's like, it's like hey, just... hey, 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 hey. But, dude, Sean Penn and Bradley Cooper were within how close? 15 you know, minutes? Yeah. yeah. I was like, and they are I seriously get the, it. They, and this is the only time where I'm like kind of intrigued, even though I don't know what the fuck's going on. And with and also this movie doesn't have a big cast. No. So when you don't have a big cast and two of them are Bradley Cooper and Sean Penn, you're like, okay, dude. Okay. Like Tom at, Waits too. Tom, oh God, here we go. And I, I pointed at him only because number one is Tom Waits, and number two, he was in um uh uh, uh that freaking superhero movie with John freaking with uh What's his name? Ben Stiller. Mystery Men. Mystery Men. Yeah. Yeah. He was great in that. And so I'm like, hey, that's uh, Tom. Yeah. Hey, man. And I'm like, okay, dude, how many people, man? Let's let's just get this. But none of them. I was shocked at, at Sean Penn. I was like, what is he doing? Oh, this must be. And of course, he just does a stupid thing. Yeah. But is he like, do you think he's like uh, an executive producer on it? I or? don't know. Because it's weird what he picks. You know what I mean? For real, dude. For real. And it's even the scene. I was like, oh, will you give it a rest? Give this whole movie a freaking rest. When I, dude, me pushing stop on this movie was equivalent to someone canceling plans on me. I was like, oh, <laughs> how wonderful was that? Goodbye. <laughs> I forget. You think opposite. I, I think about that one for a second. I'm like, so it's a bad. Oh, wait, it's a good like, thing. Oh, okay, it's, the best. it's the best thing ever. And then and and knowing that, like, when I was like, hey, did you finish it? And hearing your voice made me feel even better about pushing stop. Oh, I mean, how did this get so much love? I It's because it's got Paul Thomas Anderson's name on it, I guess. I. You know what I mean? I, I throw I throw him in there with like the McGee's. Yes, dude. And the. um. Oh God! Who who did uh Royal Tenenbaums? What's that? Uh, Wes Anderson. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like he's in that crew. Like you, he's got they got their little fan base and they'll watch everything. But I I'm not that in that crap. base, dude. And I didn't even like what was that movie with the draining frogs and and uh, Tom Cruise doing the muscle thing, Magnolia. Oh, my oh, God, no wonder Magnolia. I yeah. Jesus. No wonder I couldn't remember. I hated that movie. Too. I hate it, but everyone loved it. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. For, and then, dude, what? I feel now? like they did favors. Oh, no this is a movie where they did, like, favors for people. Because you get, like, you know, you got, like, Maya Rudolph's in it. Which is crazy. Yeah, for just a second. But she's in it. But it's and like, there, okay. that's another point. Where you point, you're like, hey. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's another one. I'm actually looking to see if there's any any more of those, but uh, I don't. I, I just don't know. Dude, like, <laughs> I don't know what, what the hell this is. Are we like I I I just couldn't for the life of me. And then now I get why Asians were upset. That thing that that dude did. What was the point of that? Oh right, yeah. Like I get why, and now I'm like, oh you, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You should be mad because there's no. There's no You're talking reason. about John Michael Higgins and his bad uh, Asian accent. Why? Even, what was the point of that? I don't know. I thought like I was watching that too, and it's, I didn't get offended. 
And I actually like uh, that actor. I, I love him. Funny. I mean, like Best in Show is one of the funniest. Oh, dude, even the breakup where he was doing his acapella group. Yeah. A Mighty Wind was another great one. Um, I think he was in Yes, Man. Oh, He's been was, in a bunch of good movies. But this one. But what? And I wasn't like he did a fine job. But yeah, I don't get that. Like why? I know that's a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know people do that. But. I don't know why. I don't know. And it, here's the it, thing. I think it was supposed to be funny and it didn't come off as funny. As no, it's not because I was offended. I'm just like, Oh, you did that. This oh, okay. is so, it was like, that's I'm, like, you know what it was? That was like the equivalent and pardon the, uh, the, the, I think you'll know where I'm going with this. It's like a cheap racist joke. Yes. It would be like someone making fun of black people with like watermelon yes. or something like that's that. That's what you it know was. What I'm saying? Yes. Or calling a Mexican a beaner. Yes. Or just, it's like, come on. Man. I really? get it. Where other Bush people, league, yo. We'd be like, dude, what are we doing? Like, and I think I wouldn't be surprised if the actors took the part thinking that, well, it's him. So it must be deeper than we think it is. Yeah. No. Now you no. just come out looking like a clown on screen. Yeah. No. It was so bad. I, I hated this movie, Steve. And, I don't, and the thing is, it's one of those weird movies where I can't call it trash. I can't call it trash. It's, but I, but I, I don't understand. It's in this weird little world where it's like, okay, I see that it's a well-made movie, but then again, is it? I, dude, that there's a part where they leave the police department. And they hug, and then she's like, what the crap did you do? What the crap did you do? And then they just run off smiling. You know what I just couldn't stand about that movie? And it's me being in my own head about it. It's like, this movie, there's so much running, right? And they're all mouth-breathing when they're running. And at the end of the movie, they run to each other uh, very, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It kind of reminded me of like The Graduate, the way he was running to get to her kind of thing. But when they finally meet up, They've been mouth breathing for about four miles and then they just lock lips. I'm like, you know, that shit don't taste good right now. Five, dude. Yeah. I, I just didn't, it was weird. It's like the whole movie starts off. It's at high school. Yeah. She works for the, the people that do the pictures, the high school pictures. And she's the the woman that goes up and hand, she doesn't look like a woman, by the way. She looks like she could have probably been his age, but that's not the case. She's 25. But she's the person that holds the mirror up so you can fix your hair yes. before you go in to get your picture yeah. taken. And he sort of lays on this rap to her that's not even that, like, like he didn't have to work for that at all. He's a child. <laughs> you know he did a rap that a child would do. and it Yeah. And she fell for it. And and kind she, of. And her obsession is just, it's not. So I'm not, weird, dude. I'm, it, it's. I wasn't convinced of the obsession. No. And also showing him her boobs. I'm like, that's a crime. Yeah, now you've just committed you've a sex committed crime. You've committed a sex crime just now. But this is the 70s, Steve. Dude. I know. I'm there, just there saying. people in prison to this day for, for that thing. I feel <laughs> you. I feel you. But I don't know it, why he thought, like, the age difference didn't even have to be in the movie. It made no difference in the movie. Yeah, she didn't need to be 25. No, dude. I'm trying to think of any reason. I mean, like. The only time that it comes into play that she's an actual adult is when she's working for the campaign or she's, you know, she's she could have been rubbing 18. elbows yeah, with like Sean Penn in the, in the acting business. Yes, but she could have just been like a 19-year-old That's girl. It. The only thing that you do make her older is like for scenes like when she's on the phone trying to seduce that dude into a, a waterbed and she's like, don't make me go sex, don't act, and I could go all the way. I'm like, You're, that just makes it weird for a 17-year-old to see this. Is yeah. that the only reason you did this? And then when he like 
you know, touches her boob, which again is not okay. I'm like, dude, this is this whole movie's weird. I mean, I hope Paul Thomas Simon's gonna be like, you know, you remember when you did that, right? No, we didn't do that back in the day. You didn't wait till women fell asleep, older women, and just grab their boob. We didn't do it. So I don't know if he's like, remember, doesn't this remind you like back in the days for you? No, not at all. I don't know why you would think that that would. What a weird movie. Why is it called? Well, maybe you know. At the end, does it show you why it's called Licorice Pizza? Well, do you know what Licorice Pizza is? I actually just found this out yesterday. I have no idea. Licorice Pizza is a reference to a vinyl record. And there's a place, I believe, in Los Angeles called Licorice Pizza, which, by the way, doesn't show up in the fucking movie. (laughs) There's no reason to call this movie Licorice Pizza. When you know what the reference is from, and again, I just found this out, but there's no... There's no reason. I just, this movie shouldn't exist, Steve. Do do you know how unbearable it would be to have like dinner with Paul Thomas Anderson? About as unbearable as watching this (laughs) shit movie. I mean, honestly, I just, I want someone to challenge me. Not because I'm going to. Well, you should get Rob. We should get uh, your your buddy from the other side of the seas. I want to go ahead and rephrase what I said. I don't want to challenge. I just want a friendly debate as to why this movie, like, please convince me. And give me all of your your film critic bullshit. You feel it? You know what? Go ahead and throw in mise en scène while you're at it. Mise you know en scène. Yeah, throw that in too while you're at it. And tell me about the cinematography. Or the joyous ex machina. Just, oh. Here's, now, here's the thing, dude. Here's, the, here's how bad this movie was. If no one had talked about this movie and I happened upon it and watched it, it would never come up in our conversation, ever. I that I watched you, this I'd movie. be the same. Or I would tell you, you know what I just watched? I just wasted like two <laughs> just wasted two hours and fifteen minutes of my time, Steve. And I would then go to some the random like, why would you even pick that movie to I would say that I'm like, why would you pick a movie called Licorice Pizza randomly why? Of course it's gonna be bad. I would then say that to you. Yeah. Check, you know what pisses me off too? And this is just in my head, because I'm wanting something to happen, anything to happen in this movie. Did you get to the part? where there's a guy that's like spying on the campaign office no okay well she's working for this i don't care if you, if you no, don't want spoilers I, please too late. spoil yeah spoil it away. She, so she ends up going to work for this politician this local politician i forget what he's running for and uh you know i, I guess they're making him out to be kind of a good looking guy that's sort of flirting with they're giving her the eye and he'll come up to her and be like hey you know i'm i just really want you to know that ever since you've been here i've been inspired to be a better, you know, all that kind of yeah. shit. So she's like kind of falling for him in a way. But on that day, there's this, this blonde guy. He looks like Mitch Hedberg for some reason. But anyway, he's like, he walks into the campaign office and he looks around for a second and then he walks back out and he spends the rest of the day across the street watching this place. Right. And then he shows up later when the, when the, this politician calls her to dinner, he's like, Hey, can you come meet me for a drink? So she goes because she thinks that he, she's being asked out, right? Mm-hmm. But actually what turns out, and again, this is a big spoiler, is that, uh, I don't know if it's a big spoiler, but it's a spoiler. It turns out that this politician is actually gay. And he called her to this, where they always go, that restaurant that they always go to, to basically, because he was uh, with his boyfriend and he wanted his boyfriend to leave with her so it doesn't look like he's gay, okay? And this guy is there. This The guy I said looks like Mitch Hedberg. He's there and he's watching and she's like, there's a guy right over there that's, you know, He's been watching us and everything. And I'm thinking, okay, here we go. It's going to get dark all of a sudden. This fucking guy is going to come in and like gun that dude down or something crazy. And this is where the movie starts to take off. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it was just, he was just there to expose oh, him for me. I'd be done. I'd be done. And then it was just over with. 
Oh, how un- and th- there's also a part where remember in the beginning she's into that dude on the plane, and yeah, he's like part yeah, yeah. of some weird play, and then he disappears. She just throws herself. There's a 25 year old woman that just throws herself at Absolutely. pretty much everybody. It's such a bad movie, dude. And I, I'm not even judging. It's I, just what this movie is to me. And <laughs> I get why saying? this. I get why the actress would take it. You know. You know. This is your big shot. Hey, yeah. I would have done it if I was in this. I would have taken the damn role. I would Absolutely. have. I admit it. Because you got to get started somewhere. But in retrospect, later on, I probably like, yeah, that movie was kind of shitty. Of course. But and I love that there. At least uh, got me my start. Every every like bad review of it. Are, is like us. Like, I'm in the freaking Twilight Zone. Everyone loves this movie. Like, this is just, what? I just I, I just don't understand how this can even be in the conversation. Oh, it, dude, it could win, too. If it probably, you know, it probably fucking will. <laughs> but I just, no, it's going to be like Belfast or something. Oh, like no, that. it's going to be, it's going to be Don't Look Up. To make Hollywood feel good about themselves. That's another one. Like, I, listen, I like that one. But no, what the fuck are it we doing? It was better than Academy? this. Oh, it was it better than this. I will, it's, it was like leagues better than leagues that, still, better than this, but at the same time, does not deserve to be in the nominees for best picture of the year. What would you rate this amazing movie, Dan? It's not amazing, Steve. Stop using that word. Um, okay, I got to be fair about it because again, it's not trash. It's just when you put it where it was, yes. I can't find the logic in that. So. But it was boring. I mean, it was just so goddamn boring to me. Whether or not this movie was up for best picture or not, if I like you said, if I just stumbled upon this movie, there's no there's no one I'm recommending this to. So then you you put in the star power of what it has, but again, what did they do that was that special? You know what, dude? I'm gonna go ahead and give this a um I'm gonna give it a one point seven five out of five uh stinky breaths after running. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give this movie a one out of five. Um, underage flashing, and I will say, from where you're at, I probably could have gone a one. But like I said, that scene with the whole the truck thing that you didn't watch. That was a good scene, and I will give that to Rob on that one there. But that was literally the only scene that I was even remotely, remotely interested in. So that's why it's got the 1.75, the star power, and it actually had a redeeming scene. But that's it. Before we go, I want to ask you a question. Who Mm -hmm. makes you happier when they make a cameo? Bradley Cooper or Chris Evans? Well, I'm not as big on Chris Evans as you are. To be quite honest, I mean, he's fine and I love Captain America and I love Knives Out, but like, I don't go, oh, look, it's good. I don't give a shit when he comes on the screen. So probably Bradley Cooper. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Oh. Bradley Cooper's the shit. I like him a lot. So, and he's, I pretty much like everything he does, even when he's in a movie like this. I'm like, okay, well, you were the best part of this movie. That's, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I get that. The funny thing is they were both in the Marvel Universe. Oh, that's true. That's true. Huh. Yeah, Rocket. Um but I just, I don't know. Chris Evans is great, I, but I never go, oh, yeah, look who it is. Except for on Free Guy. I thought that was Oh, really Jesus. If he's going to make a cameo, that's a great that's cameo to make. That's how you do it. And you know, so if you're referring to that, then I'll probably say Chris Evans. Well, the thing is, he's doing it right. He's made his money. He's like, I don't need to be in a million movies. I'll just do what I want to do, and I'll make little cameos. He can do this for the rest of his life, dude. Oh, Steve, you asked about Apple TV earlier and what's, um, what's good to watch. And he was in one. And I'm just oh, about so his shitty. Kid. 
Yes. I saw uh, 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 something Jacob. It was really good. Saving Jacob or whatever. Saving Jacob or I don't think that's the right name, but Protecting Jake, Jacob. Whatever that one was. Defending that's a great movie, Jacob? Or a great series. Defending Jacob sounds good. Defending Jacob. That, there you go. So yeah, dude. Apple that TV's was good. Killing that me. was a really good. Even till the end, it was good. When are you going to watch Wolf Like Me? Uh, I can do that this week. No, don't. How about you wait till you have till your appointment happens and then we'll talk about watching new stuff. No, I mean, hey, we still have a show to do, my friend. I know. I'll but, just have to do the but work. You, we'll, we'll watch the same things you're going to watch. OK, fair enough. Yeah. We'll talk about that's that. The easiest, that's the easiest way to do it. <laughs> Got a lot of stuff to watch in the near Wolf future. Like me, you like we'll, Isla Fisher. Yes. Yeah, yeah, all right. She's good. I get her mixed up with. Uh, Amy. Oh, Amy Adams. Adams. Yes, dude. Every time. I did that for a while. They've since. I don't know. I don't do that anymore. But at first I'm like, yeah, there's the good looking redheaded lady. <laughs> That's, all I That's pretty much the size of it. But Amy Adams, I haven't seen so, since her, her, her show on. Uh, what is it? What was it called? I forgot. Tiny little <laughs> things or something. On the next old guys can't remember shit. <laughs> What's that? What? Why do, why do you call that movie with there? Where there was Bill Cosby, but he was being himself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know why I went with uh-huh. that voice. Yeah, I don't know why I turned into a uh, Edward Murphy. Jewish man from Brooklyn. <laughs> all right, people, that is all you're going to hear from me. It was a great show. The next voice you're going to hear is the man himself, the myth, the legend, the man who truly hates licorice pizza. Danathan the Manifold. I really did hate this movie, but that's, you know, you've already heard all of that. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Guess what? We're going to be back real soon. You guys got to understand something. I, I hate to do this, but like we have been crazy busy. There's shit going on in our lives. And Steve's got this kitchen remodel and all this kind of stuff. So uh, we've been trying to line up our times and, and sometimes things don't work out. But guess what? We're not falling off. We're the fucking heroes of noise. Are you kidding me? So with that, y'all have a great week. Okay, we'll be back very soon. So people be good to yourselves and be good to the people around you. And if the world doesn't blow up, then I'll say this. Peace. Peace. <laughs>